God damn it, Rob. It's Javi Rogers. I've been stuck out in the woods for four weeks. I bugged out. Uh, you know, people, uh, you, people say it forever. Oh, shit breaks loose. I'm going to the woods. Bitch, I did it. I've been out here. I'm done used to the cold nights. Uh, I can sleep through that shit. These other fuckers out here don't get no sleep and, and they, they, their mind is blown that I can sleep through fucking freezing temperatures and coyotes and all this crazy shit. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I'll sleep through anything. We're out here making pineal tea, eating turkey tail mushrooms, boiling them in soup. Uh, we got the rooster mushrooms. Like, we, bro, we're eating good. I done killed a turkey. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm offing squirrels with a slingshot. Like, I, I feel, I feel the most alive I've ever felt in the history of my life, B. Robert. in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, the e- economy is going to shit. Uh, who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Civil war, riots. The cities, don't be in the cities. Learn to get out of the city. I swear to God, get the fuck out of the city. The city is not going to be a safe place to be in three weeks because the, the food is, is not going to be the same in three weeks. I'm not going to get on this whole, uh, you know, doomsday bullshit, but I'm having so much fun in the woods. I hope that I live in the woods the rest of my life. Fucking apartment. Uh, I'm gonna go kill a deer tomorrow or so. We got a, a, I can't talk about it on anything. But we got, we've been fishing. We've been swinging on vines. We've been fucking just having so much fun. And I'm gonna keep having fun. I'm glad I ran on you again on Instagram. I've been kicked off Twitter. Uh, I've been kicked off everything really. But I hope Instagram lasts for a little bit. Uh, but I've been reconnecting with my Hooters girls and, and the girls at the Tilt to Kilt, which is a Hooters knockoff. I was a manager at both of those. But these bitches are coming out camping. It's going to be hilarious, these blonde bitches, I swear to fucking God. But uh, it's, I, I, I'm having a ball. I hope I hope the economy never restarts. I hope we all just end up living in the woods. Because I've done been there four weeks, and I'm having the time of my fucking life. Fuck a stupid fucking 40-hour-a-week job, be rock Like, uh... Uh, yeah, I know you're going to be good, too. I love y'all. Everybody else, y'all better start watching survival channels because this ain't ending no time soon. Peace out. Love y'all. Hoppy. Having fun. Yeah, I got a cave. I got a water source. I got shelter. I got food. I got the woods. Uh, I got heat. I got fire. I got, I'm good, bitch. Like, uh, live off the land. We, this is the way we should have been doing it since we were kids. Peace. I can't see you. Where you at, yo? That's a lot of colors. <laughs> you know it. I'm a colorful man. <laughs> Why can't I see you, my friend? I want to see your face. Hold on, I'm getting this situated. Oh shit! Oh, okay. Just blinded myself. <laughs> Don't do it. We need your eyeballs for the future of humanity. Humanity? Humanity. I mean, I mean, manatees are a part of humanity, right? Don't maybe? Oh, look at you. oh. So, um, I'm going to warn you now, uh, I have a bomb-ass camera, but a piece of shit computer. So, you might start getting the Kung Fu Matrix stuff. You hear me talk and everything, but my movements and everything will be delayed and shit. It's <laughs> happening right now. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, that's too funny. So, for dexterity, I'm going to just take my other camera and I'm going to record on this side and marry them together later. <laughs> ah, ooh, okay. Well... I, which is good. Do you mind if I um, live stream this to Facebook with your laggy self? Sure, I don't mind at all. Let's do that. I think that will bring extra uh, comedic relief. Yes. Or something of that nature. Uh, I'll be 
Black Dynamite. <laughs> Black Dynamite. Oh, my God. Well, look at that. Black Dynamite. Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, I'm loving this. All right, let me let me share some stuff on the Facebook. Can you say some words? I want to make sure my audio for you is not too high. Some words and things. Ooh, you even added and things. That is, you're really taking it beyond the Call of Duty. You, I appreciate you. Speaking of Call of Duty, you've been playing some of that lately, huh? I have been playing Call of Duty lately. I've been playing, uh, what was it? Some modern, well, no, some of the, what's it called? Um, what is that Call of Duty called? The one on the computer. Yeah, my computer Warfare. sucks too, honestly. It's uh, Warzone. Yeah, Modern Warfare and Warzone. That, yes, yes, and that has been awesome. I've been enjoying Warzone, uh, but my computer sucks. And then I checked it, like, why am I lagging? And it said I was running my FPS. My FPS was at like ten, mm. and it's supposed to be like sixty minimum. And I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Why I keep running, and then I'm just like, teleport, jerk, jerk, die. <laughs> so I, I i i went on my old xbox i was like fine fuck it i just i'll just buy xbox live again and uh i started playing what was it call of duty black ops like one and honestly i'm digging oh so good it does that it just refreshes it it's, just, it's fine i think i just killed you <laughs> no don't kill me i kill myself plenty especially on Call of Duty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, have you seen one of my videos I posted of me just kamikazing? I just do that all the time. Just I forget my shoot and then just just head first into the ground. I'm like, well, good thing I respond. Yeah, because I've been watching like little video clips of, of people playing that are actually good, and uh, when they flying in on the parachutes and stuff, they killing people in the air before they hit the ground. I'm just like, yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> See, this is what I try to do. I think I'm good. So I'm, I'm falling down. I'm like, cut the shoot. Pow, pow, pow with my little pistol. Pow, pow, pow. And then I, I don't I don't recognize where the floor is, where the ground is. So I'm shooting and then I die. And I was like, oh, you know what's funny? You deserve now? that. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what's funny now? Now you're doing the laggy ninja mouth stuff. <laughs> no. Oh, all right, it's fixed itself now. It's good. Okay. Well, I guess we're both lagging, Ninja. Oh, I, I guess we... I'm going to be like that forever. <laughs> Until I get a new computer. I I am the same way, my friend. Like, my computer is doing well enough for, uh, like... You know, I mean, for my graphic design, all that stuff, it works out well. But anytime I start doing, like, video editing or, or start to add some, some real heat to the computer, yeah. man, I got to wait. I got to wait that's why most of my videos are very simple simple transition simple little text here and there i don't want to overload this thing she's yeah. she's all i got man she's all i got yeah i mean i got two laptops the one i'm recording on now and the other one that i have downstairs in the kitchen and probably if you combine both of them it still wouldn't equal a good computer <laughs> i hear that my friend i hear that I know I tried to update something from this thing, um, the, the, the graphics card, because I know that I, th- I know that's one of the problems. And I don't know if just my laptop or all laptops, but you can't you can't exchange things. Like in a normal CPU, you can take stuff out, put a new thing in, right? Yeah. You're good. Apparently, laptops, or at least my laptop, you can't. They're like, well, you're stuck with what you have. If you want something new, buy a new one. And I'm like. Yeah. Do you know what time it is? It's Rona time, baby. What are you saying? <laughs> New computer? Get out. Because <laughs> this one right here, um, the hard drive died on it, so I had to buy a whole new one. 
and then I mm-hmm. put new RAM in it and everything, and it said it t- took and everything, but I was just like, maybe the stuff that I put in this old ass computer is too new for this old thing to process. <laughs> it's possible. It could be the processor. You know, if, if if you have a slow one, you'd have to change that too. Completely just uphaul the motherboard because if you got enough DDR, like that's that's or not DDR. Well, what you said. Yeah. Uh, the RAM, yeah, like that, that should really pick everything up. Should. Who cares about computers? How are you, my friend? How are you? I am Corona free. <laughs> you look good. Thank you, you definitely look good. I'm drinking a little wine in your honor. Ooh, sir. Yes, I have some nice tea in here. We'll pretend the microphone is our hands, and we're just gonna. Oh, there we go. Oh man, I don't have my cup. Let me get. It. Let me try that again. Let's, let's do it. Let's All do right, it. We we're go. gonna do it together. Oh. Oh, oh, yes. Mm. See, I was already Ooh. done. <laughs> Pimpin', baby. <laughs> so, oh. I, know, I know we've been jibber-jabbering talking about video games and stuff, but I have an official intro, and it's, that's changed over time since uh, you've been here last. So I'm going to go ahead and kick that, introduce you, and we'll just pick up where we left off, I guess. <laughs> Let's do that. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, I'm always ready, baby. Here we go. You are now listening to Some random shit from Rob. Now everybody stand up and lift your arms. Put your hands in the sky like you're pinching stars. Go piss on Mars. What? It's so random. It's all gravy. The podcast is Rob's. Yeah, go crazy. Yup. And all kind of shit like that. That's what Rob says when he runs off track. Fun fact, tuck that in your brain. Fuck that nuts. That's we act insane. And the fast lane still smooth like butter. Rob, dude, you one cool ass brother. Motherfucker. You might hear that about every other word, but who's keeping camp? The ramblings get so random. What's happening? I'm babbling. So much you can't handle me chattering teeth sound like a battle axe bashing the beat don't laugh when i speak really, we're just some idiots i ain't talking about a little bit i'm talking fully illiterate like little kids trapped in a grown man's body acting a fool like Lindsay lohan party like it's a part of your life we party all night blackout that's how we party it right hit the walmart because we bored as shit instagram and upload the video <laughs> look at it look at rob hanging out in the walmart for no reason just instagram and he got his phone out walking around looking at himself like hey look at me i'm walking through walmart it's so random, Rob. It's so random, but that's what we love. Random ramblings with random Rob. Ramblings. Random ramblings. Motherfucking random freaking ramblings. motherfucking random ramblings. Random ramblings. Random ramblings. Blah 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 blah. What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I am back with another edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I appreciate you all so much during these trying times for giving me a try. And if anybody recommended it, recommended it, goddamn, if anybody recommended you to me, go ahead and give that person um, uh, elbow bump because we can't give crisp high fives right now given the certain the situation that we got going on and shit I don't even think you're supposed to be giving them the elbow bump because you're supposed to be six feet apart social distancing so to alleviate all that stress and trying to figure out how to give this person an elbow or a high five or anything just take your cellular device or whatever have you and use your social media app of choice to give that person a well crafted DM and tell them thank you for recommending you to me speaking of social media 
I still got some more left in me. Hold on, I'm I'm get to you. Uh, <laughs> speaking of social media, you can find the Random Realms with Rob on many social media platforms to include Twitter at Three R Show, Instagram at the Three R Show, Facebook. Just search the Random Realms with Rob, or go to facebook.com forward slash Three R Show. And you can go to YouTube. I got some videos there to search for three R show. And for anything that I may have missed, you can go to randomrob.com. I kind of feel like a uh, Ace Ventura, you know, on um, the movies when you take the deep breath and he go through his whole monologue hey. about how who's the killer and shit. He'd be like, and that's why you did it. And that's why you did it. <laughs> but joining me is a three R show alumni. Um, I looked up the log today, and the very first time this gentleman stepped foot uh, virtually on the show was November 16th, 2016. And then Ooh. shortly then after that, November 26th of 2016. We've kept in touch via social media over the years. I think I called him one time. He was asleep on the side of the road in his car. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and um, he's just been a delight. I- I'm glad to have met him. In any circumstance and whatnot. So joining me, one lovely human being, uh, the the main of hair still glorious and gorgeous as always. He had a cut somewhere in between 2016 and now. <laughs> but joining me once again on the show, Andre Psyche, the Almighty Psyche, Andre because I can't pronounce your last name properly. <laughs> And that, and that's what we go with Andre Psyche because nobody knows how to say my last name, and they won't probably. So we're gonna leave them with the Psyche. Yeah, uh, it's it's really great to be here. Honestly, I've I've missed you dearly, and and yes, I'm glad you did give me a call on the side of the road because it was a nice little wake up call, and I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, I uh, think because like between the the time that you were on the show and that time where I, I placed a call or whatever. You was doing, um, well, you planned a trip to um, mm-hmm. do like a little tour with your music and everything. You plan on mm-hmm. leaving um, the West Coast, um, venturing into, I think, the central states, then making the loop back around. But, you know, mm-hmm. plans change. You know, life happens and whatnot. And you just kept it totally on the West Coast from what I remember. But mm-hmm. I don't know what it was that day that I called you. I was just, I don't know. I was, I don't even remember the context of the conversation. I just know you was in the car sleep. <laughs> and I was just like I need to call this dude for whatever reason I do that from time to time I just be thinking about people and I feel like I need to call them so uh, that's what I did so I gave you a call and you was like yeah man I, I was sleeping <laughs> maybe I was telepathically calling you being like Rob I'm in danger I'm in grave danger you need to wake me up so I can leave this spot uh, so, or, they're go- or the wolves are gonna get me uh, it was like the shining and shit right <laughs> Honestly, I've never seen The Shining. I, I'm sure. I, I know this is what the normal reaction I get. Okay, so have you seen um, the the freaking the continuation, Doctor Sleep? I've never even heard of Doctor Sleep, man. I don't. Yeah, even know I mean, what that I, is. I, I understand you live in a different world from everybody else and whatnot. Because I mean, everybody talking about social distancing and you know we going insane, being isolated and whatnot. I mean, you lived in a different realm anyway compared to the the normal folk. So I mean, it was like you were isolated in your own bubble, regardless. <laughs> so it doesn't shock me so much that you don't hadn't seen The Shining or even knew what Doctor Sleep was. But <laughs> I still find it hilarious. <laughs> I, I do. I, I am trying to get back into the the uh, the cinema world because I, I've gone. I've done some theater work, right? And I've done some acting, 
And I, you know, I'll talk to people, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, movies are the best. Like, look at this guy and how he did this here." And I'm just like, "Yeah, I've seen maybe like handfuls of movies, and like, I just, I just, I don't know. It's too easy to to consume, so I just walk away from it." And they're like, "You did what now? You you haven't seen Lord of the Rings, or you haven't seen Star Wars, or you haven't seen all of these classic huge movies?" I'm just like, I. I've been doing things, man. I don't know. Yeah. And see, in um, I, I, I feel what you're doing is because like I did that as a child. Like mm-hmm. um, I watch professional wrestling. That's my thing. You know that. Uh, and, yeah. Um, people t- around my age group will talk about something that happened when we were kids and everything, and I wouldn't remember none of that stuff because I was outside playing and doing mm-hmm. kid stuff, and you know. If you're outside playing and being active and engaging in your community and neighborhood and whatnot, you're not really sitting on your ass watching TV and doing all this other stuff that, you know, the other kids that weren't very active mm-hmm. were doing. So, I mean, I can understand missing stuff because, I mean, you, from what I see from, via social media and whatnot and just, you know, chatting with you here and there, you're always doing some shit, you know, <laughs> in the garden, uh, randomly at a Walmart, which... <laughs> I remember it was funny because you sent me a video. I forget when that yeah. was. It was probably a year or two ago. You went into Walmart and it was like bright and sunny or whatever. It's bright and sunny as that region of the earth could be. Mm-hmm. And then when you came out of Walmart, it was snowing. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Walmart will do that to you, man. Or Seattle. Seattle will definitely do that to you. You come in there, like, I, I think I was wearing something white, too. And I'm just like, I, oh, I shaved my head. I think I shaved my head at that time. I think, and, no, no. I, I, I think that might have been before that. Because I remember oh, it being stuck in your hair and everything. Ah, yes. Okay, fine, fine. Fine. Well, I didn't shave my head, and I went inside, and I was like, I want to be Rob right now. I want to I want to embody the spirit of Rob, because, dude, you always go into Walmart, and you're just so hyped up on all of these things. I'm like, I want to do this. I want to be him. And I did do it. And maybe that's – maybe maybe the rain came to just praise my great efforts. They're like, ah, oh, you did yes. good. You, yes. you deserve this. Bringing you glad tidings through nature. Yes, I love nature so much. Yeah, yeah I, I was just doing some yard work today too, as you're saying, just sitting there, just digging more things and separating dirt and rocks because I want to do some funky things with rocks. I think I, I think I saved up like one, two, like maybe six uh, barrel wheelbarrow fulls of, of of just boulders and stuff. Shit. I mean, <laughs> rocks, yeah, not boulders. I mean, I did find things like that, but not too much. I don't know how Texas is, but uh, Washington is a rocky, rocky soil place. Oh yeah, I mean. Oh. I- I, I mean, you 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 out there, you're in the gardens and you're doing things with your hands and getting dirty and shit. I hate that so damn much. And you know, it, it was. I'm kind of lucky that my wife picked this house that we're in right now because this is her first home, and this is the very first home on our house search that we found. And I told her when she came in here, I was like, "Don't fall in love with the first house we see because we got other houses to see." And damn sure she came in here and had everything she wanted. They got a pool in the back. They got a movie room that I'm sitting in right now. She's like, I want this one. I was like, okay, we got other houses to see. Go to the next house, only uh, two of two. And she's like, I want the other house. I was like, all right. So, but her picking this place, since we have a pool in the backyard, the, the grass is just like very minimal. It's just really small. And the front yard, not that big either. So, I ain't got to worry about yard maintenance and all that stuff, which I didn't have to worry about anyway because I have a 17-year-old boy that don't have a job. So you go out there and mm-hmm. cut the grass when I feel like it need to be cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just hate it so much 
the, the tree in the front yard, we I guess we have to have it there. But if we didn't have to have it, that bitch would be gone. Uh, <laughs> right now, I'm in works with my wife to freaking pull all that grass out the back and put some astroturf down. I don't I don't want none of that crap. That's so funny. I hate. I it. love I, I love that you say that. I had the same dream. I mean, years ago, because I was like, why do I have to do all this yard work and like. You know, it just it, it's it's a huge time commitment, and then I mean I don't know what happened. There's a transformation. Like I tra- I completely transformed as an individual, and then and then like now I just I just find so much beauty and so much peace. You know, I, I sat there all day, literally d- burying a hole I already dug because I was trying to. We have an irrigation system that that's malfunctioning. It's not. It's yeah. supposed to be automatic, but it's not because there's a connection that's loose somewhere. So I dug like. Oh God, like 80 yards. Okay, I might be over exaggerating, but a lot of yards of dirt <laughs> to find out that the line goes underneath the concrete and all my digging was for nothing. So I was like, well, let's go bury it. So as I was burying it, I was just separating from the rocks. Yeah, and I see. spent my whole day doing that and it was very, just very peaceful. Very, you know, I had a lot of, it was meditation. So I was like, like yeah, this is dope. So, yeah. Well, but that's the thing. It kind of worked in your favor because, I mean, you being the creative individual you are, you found, you know, the silver lining in this dark cloud. He was like, you didn't mm-hmm. want to go out there and you dig this shit. But in the midst of your struggles and whatnot, he's like, oh, I got rocks. Yeah. I can do some things with these rocks. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it wasn't for nothing because you found a use for your, your purpose. <laughs> Exactly. I completely agree because I was digging for a while and even digging is nice because, you know, you can dip, I, you can turn your brain off. And for me, especially, it's it can be very useful at times because this thing can start going like a, mi- a million miles a minute, mm. you know, and I can find myself in, in, in the realms of just agitation or anxiety even from time to time. But I, I've learned how to deal with that through, you know these ways and sense so i'll go out there and i'm digging and just like just mm, zoning out and just like don't even know how like time passes mm-hmm. and then i remember i was i was dumping these rocks into into the wheelbarrow and i was like it's it's heavy work maybe i should separate the rocks first and then when i did i put those rocks along a fence and it looked fucking stunning Okay, and I was like, "Shit, dude, this is a valuable resource right here." And all I got to do is just separate this mess, this dirt, and turn it into soil and rocks. Oh my gosh! And now it's valuable for everybody. I can plant in the soil, and I can make shit with the rocks, or at least put along a fence and make it look pretty. You know? Yeah. There's. And then you know what I'm thinking about um, through all this time or whatever, because we first made our interactions in 2016 and whatnot. Um, I don't. English is not your first language, is it? No. Exactly. No. And like hearing you talk now, you know, and getting to hear your voice, it, your English has re- has re- very much improved from the first time that I talked to you up until now. I, have you noticed that or is just, you know, hey, this is my everyday voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's too funny. So uh, I remember in 2016 when we last talked, I just came from from my world Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever it was man whatever it was we talked about it last time i found god and 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 weird things were happening and then yeah. i was i spent like three months in russia yeah you so, met a girl and all kind of stuff well i, I won't say girl a woman <laughs> a, a woman and then another woman because and then another woman yes. and, and i was just like okay chill bro what, what's happening here a, a very highly energetic moment of my life there mm-hmm. it, it did a lot for for my 
I don't know, life. But um, yeah, I spent like, what, two months in Russia? So coming back here and then just literally jumping on the podcast with you, I was straight. I, I didn't use English for like those two months. And usually it's pretty decent. So I haven't been to Russia since. And I've just been talking mad English every <laughs> single day. So obviously it, it'll probably just come back. It's, it's, it's cool. But mad, mad I'm sure English. the way I phrase things can still be foreign, which I'm okay yeah. with. Yeah, and I, you know, I can, I, I get it because I mean, it's not your your native country and whatnot. Because we have a, a lady that's uh, from Jamaica, mm. and just the uh. way she phrased things is like I wouldn't have thought of phrasing it that way. It's just like using different words for the same meaning, you know, that mm-hmm. I'm not accustomed to, and I was just like, that's awkward, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> It didn't accent. It's just like, ah. <laughs> oh, I would talk to her all day. Mm, any accent, baby, hit it. Hit me with it. I'm, I'm such a, I'm such a, I don't know if it's, what's it called? A lingual file or I don't know. Making up words. Yeah, but there you go. any accent, I would sit there and just, just drool over it. Honestly, it's so beautiful. But to piggyback on the last thing you said, I believe that that's why I'm a poet. Because, you know, I already say things in a different way than, than regular people say things because I'm foreign. So, I was like, let's use this for strength and just start painting pictures with these words that are randomly fit together that work, but they work in a different way. You know, so just, work. it work, everything's worked out. Everything works out. So, what I remember about that time, um, it was not too long after um, you were on the podcast the first two times. You decided to um, go around with music. And from mm-hmm. what from then up until now, I think I've seen many different phases of you. At the time, you had the long Fabio-esque hair and whatnot. And um, you were still doing the painting. The painting is the constant with you. But um, you were more focused on the music at the time. And then you were going around and um, I think... You were just doing like different little places because I can remember you going to like some flea markets here and there and um, just, you know, just talking to people, just setting your camera up, putting on a live stream and just people coming by. You're trying to sell your, your art pieces and whatnot. What was that whole journey like for you? Just going around with your music, doing the different um, fairs and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Well, it was it was fascinating, honestly. Um, I remember I remember exactly the time that you're talking about, which I want to focus on just that moment for 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 this for this one second. Uh, I remember I was there. That was one of my first uh, markets that I've done, and I'm like, all right, let's fucking do this. And I was a salesman for a really long time. I was doing door to door Comcast, so I knew I had to get enthusiastic. Not just 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 be seen, and I'm cool with that. I mean, look at me, right? So I started doing like handstands and flips, and I was like, "Look at this crazy guy! He's he's selling these paintings. What what is he doing?" And people were like, "What is he doing?" <laughs> and and I had a I had a grand time. A lady next to me, because you know I'm a storyteller, so I kept saying random different things about my paintings and and all these things. And the lady next to me, she's like, "You know, you're a class what a class A con man. You you're just sitting there just making shit up on the spot." I was like, "Girl, you don't know me." <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I had a gentleman come up. He was—he must have been like I don't know, ten. He, he, you know, he was a kid, and he comes up and he's like, "I, I was making Seahawks out of styrofoam." He's like, "This is a great Seahawk. Can I have this?" I was like, "Oh, you fucker! Yeah, you can. You don't have to pay." <laughs> so he takes this. He comes back with like two bucks, and he's like, "Can I get two more?" And I was like, "You piece of shit! Yeah, take it." <laughs> and and then when I was a teacher. Because uh, I've been a teacher for the last four years up until 2020 where I went full freelance. He he was actually one of my students in high school. And he's like, hey, remember me, Mr. Psyche? I was like, oh, no. 
fucking know because this motherfucker is like six six five now and when i saw him he was like four four i was like i was like what i was like oh shit you that kid he's like yeah i was like oh fuck man you playing basketball or something he's like yeah i was like okay keep it up bro keep it up <laughs> so um yeah it, it was, like do you remember it was moments me? like that you know it was it was He's like, do you remember me? Then reaching his book pack, he pull out the seat. <laughs> you hog. I was like, oh shit, you that kid. <laughs> like, but it was moments like that. Honestly, like everywhere I went, I would have some sort of interactions, you know, and I would have some sort of connection that 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 you know seemed maybe maybe just maybe normal. I mean, we meet people all the time, yeah. But gave it time and gave it gave continue to push myself uh, in, in I don't know, creative ways or just continue to grow in whatever sense that I, I, I grew. And I would always see it come back around. And, you know, it's like you get you give you get what you give mm-hmm. and and giving initially and continuing to give. I continue to see that coming back and that coming back is such a beautiful experience. I, I, I derive so much love from it, so much appreciation and just um, the 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 magic that surrounds yeah. everyday life, you know. That was amazing. <laughs> see, see, man. Every time I think about you, I think about your optimism and everything. And I, I, I try to live with as much as that in my life and whatnot. Even when the chips are down, we can't cough within. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't be coughing around a motherfucker anyway. You can cover your mouth, <laughs> but like now, it's just like cough. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. Pull, pull out your guns, like motherfucker. What'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I'm getting serious, man. I know for real. It's just like I'm scared to cough. I'm busting brain cells in my head trying to hold it in. Like, <laughs> but um, I, I I think I read a meme on Facebook because that's what it's good for. Yeah, it and it said, back in the day, we used to cough when we farted. Now we fart when we need to cough. <laughs> and I connect with that. Yeah, I mean, that's why we got all this toilet paper because you don't know what's going to come of that. You seem like a bidet, man. You got a bidet at your house? My friend, let me tell you what. Uh, that is my next purchase, honestly. Like, it's it's been... I, I try to do it regardless. Like, I don't have a bidet. But, you know, if I got to take a poop and I got to take a shower, I'm going to take a poop and then I'm going to go take a shower. Save toilet paper, make it go down the drain. I'm all nice and clean, right? Word. Or if 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 not, I still I still take my my, my toilet paper and I wet it, and it, it makes the butt so clean and soft, man. But the bidet, my friend, bidet, next purchase. You go to uh, Home Depot, literally thirty five forty dollars installs right into the tank. You got a little holder on the side, boom. You got a little water spritzer, just shoot up your butt, boom. Next purchase. I'm telling you, I'm not even sponsored to say that. I'm just saying it. Yeah, go go to biobidet.com and use promo code POLBOY, which is not mine. I think it's the homeboy Jody B from the Poe Boys podcast. I think he got a sponsorship with Biobidet. So you can save nice. me some money. Go ahead and get that. Now, hold on. No, I'm using the phone to record this shit right now, so I can't look it up and be accurate. But uh, go to the Poe Boys podcast, and I'm pretty sure it's in his description links or some shit like that. Get you some change off your next bidet purchase. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I'm totally doing it. I don't know, because like I've been, you know what really turned it around for me? I mean, I guess I'm just an old, gris, gruzzled, you know, savage motherfucker, because like I've, I'm a toilet paper user and everything, mm-hmm. but what really turned it around for me is, you know, a movie. Uh, the uh, Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. And they had a whole little 
a monologue on the dude was talking about, man, you need to use baby wipes because daggone. Let's think about it this way. If somebody shit in your beard, would you just grab a dry towel and wipe that off? The shit would still be there, you know? You would run some water, you would get a damp towel, and you would rub that all that stuff out your beard or whatever. And, and he's like, the same thing with baby wipes. You know, you get the baby wipes in there, you clean it out, and it's smooth. And then if you just want to get rid of some of that extra moisture, you can come behind with the, uh, the toilet paper. But baby mm-hmm. wipes is the way to go. You flush them in the toilet. You know, he's, and he had the whole campaign pitch. I wonder who was sponsoring that Deadpool 2 movie. But I was like, my wife used baby wipes, and she's a pretty smart person. Why mm-hmm. ain't I using baby wipes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've just stuck, been on the baby wipe train ever since. Cause I, was I completely for, agree with you. I was sitting there for, I, for minutes and minutes just toilet paper wipe, toilet paper wipe. Because you got to check because you got to make sure it's clean. Toilet paper wipe. Oh, yeah. Toilet paper wipe. Toilet paper wipe. And I'm just in there like, I got podcasting to do. I ain't got time to be wiping all goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but sometimes it's like a brown marker that just never that just never quits. You just you just get there for like 10 minutes. And you're like, what's happening here? I know it. Boop. There's nothing left. Why is this still brown? That's, I hear you. Yes. The, the, the best ones are just the plastic coated ones that just bloop and you wipe and it's like, no, nothing there. <laughs> I just had just that one right now. Just now. <laughs> Literally right before I was like, I got to take a dookie. Drop, drop, drop. What? Babe, just clean. Just, just, uh, soft, clean. I need to figure out what I'm doing to produce that because I need to keep doing that so I can keep doing that. <laughs> Get them greens, baby. Get them greens. Eat your fats, your healthy fats, avocados, uh, ghee, right? Get your greens, your, 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 I don't know, beans, greens, beans, tomatoes, potatoes, you know, all <laughs> that good stuff. <laughs> that, that was another thing um, about you then that you was doing like the, the green diet and the juicing and all that stuff. You still keep up with that? Uh, yes. So in the past, I, I was I was very adamant. I was like, nothing shall tarnish my body. Like, and and, and I was very adamant about it. We'd go out, you know, to to the, a restaurant with friends, and I'd be like, you got anything organic? They're like, no. I was like, I'll have water. And I was like, you. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, I I understood that it was just you know I wouldn't allow myself to be tarnished. And now uh, I realize that even even that. Everything can be an addiction, and everything we can we can become uh, attached to anything. And if, and if and if I am anything, is this a person who is not attached to anything? Mm-hmm. So I spent about five years just like green juicing every single day religiously. And if I didn't get it, I I would feel like I'm missing out and I'm gonna die. I was like, oh no, I didn't get my nutrients. I'm gonna die. And uh, maybe like six months ago, I was like, you know what? I think I'm dependent on this health. Let me see if I can just walk away from it for a moment. And I stopped doing green juice. I still, you know, I still ate healthy. You know, my, my taste hasn't changed that much. You know, salads, uh, you know, everything organic. I don't do anything non-organic. I don't need pesticides in my body inflaming me because I feel that shit. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I survived. Uh, surprise, right? I'm not dead. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I can, I can, I don't have to be so anal about this. If I do go out and eat with my friends f- for the social uh, gathering or for the for the connection, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna die. Just come home, you know. Take a poop. Take a couple uh, bitter melon pills. They they help with digestion. They get all the things out. Everything that's not supposed to be in there, and you feel good. And if not, the worst that happens right now is at least some pimples. You know, I'm sure there's more damage inside. But again, I'm young. I'm vital. I exercise. I eat healthy. Any damage I do do, 
is reverse, you know, especially no alcohol, no drugs or nothing like that. Like I, I keep myself pretty clean. So I figured, you know what, if I do have a, a, a place where I should just let loose, mm. let it be food. So like the last couple of days, I have been getting my juice, but I've also just been devouring chocolate, bro. Devouring <laughs> it. My sister bought like $150 of chocolate. Like, Why? like kinder 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 eggs and, and just bags of like just I don't know. I'm like, all right. Just devour it, man. Why not? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I I can't even remember a time in my life ever, thirty eight years that I've ever spent that much on chocolate. Oh, uh, what, what, what what's that thing? Chef's chocolate balls. I, I've been eating those too. Oh, Chef chocolate balls. Uh, okay. You watch South Park? South Park? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, I mean, right. yeah. You know, I, I'm lying. I am lying to you. I have spent that much on chocolate. I've been doing that for the past 13 years with Miss B Rob. So, and that's why you're still married. <laughs> yep, that's my chocolate. Yeah. Oh, oh. Mm, so, we getting so, sexy in here. Yeah. Hold on. I got the sexy music over here. Oh, okay. Let's get it on. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah let's set the ambiance. All right, that's getting kind of creepy. Anyway, <laughs> you, I was talking about your lovely mane of hair um, way uh, back when and whatnot. And um, you you just finished talking about your attachment to things and maybe you know codependency, addiction, or whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. you just one day I was seeing you. You had this lovely mane. It was walking down the street and the wind was hitting it. It was just like flowing and golden sun rays was going through it and everything and then the next day poof it was gone i was like what the fuck happened (laughs) so like what was that whole process of just like one day just i'm shaving my head it it was it was just like that yeah just one day i'm like hey i'm just looking at myself like listen i've been doing this for i don't know five six years just growing it out and just really okay so let's go back to the beginning initially i decided to grow out my hair Mm -hmm. as a statement of freedom to myself you know, we, we live a life where people always try to put in their two cents and they're like, hey, you should do this. You should go this way. You should try this out. And if you don't challenge that, people can start to mold you into something that you're not. And I got to a point where, I, you know, I didn't I didn't question it. You know, I was young, yeah. especially when you're younger. You, you allow your parents, your friends to kind of gauge your progress and to just kind of, you know, use their expertise for yourself. And I got to a point where I was like, all right, I am not my own man. And I need to be my own man. So what is the what is the first thing I do? I was like, I'm gonna grow out my hair. And God, as soon as I shared that with people, they're like, you have to cut it. You know, cut it. You're getting too long. No, that's gonna look disgusting. You're you're stupid. You're just. Dis- I'm gonna shoot. Okay, obviously they didn't get that yeah, far. Yeah, but yeah. every day they continued to try to wear me down. I was like, no, I'm putting my foot down. This is what's gonna happen. You're gonna deal with it. So. I grew it out. It became fabulous. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Ladies yes. loved it. Yes. I loved it. It was so fabulous. I didn't know I could be so cool. But I was. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, it got to a point. <laughs> uh, it got to a point where I, you know, it was just, it became just a part of me. Like, here's Andre with his lion mane. And I was like, all right, cool. And I got to a day and I thought, hmm. Maybe I'm attached to this look again. Maybe I need to release myself from this from this past that I that I've been carrying with me for years. And just like you know, this I've already I'm already a free man. Ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do. I'm a I'm gonna do whatever I want at any time yeah. until a wife comes along, and then I will consider her opinion. But until then, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So I was like, all right, let's do it. And, and I was playing with it. I recorded a video and my sister, she hates Jane. She, she, she's like, she's in the room. She's like, no, don't do it. No, don't do it. I was like, ah. and she just died. She literally died. We had a funeral. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, then you put her out there in your fresh soil and then you put all the rocks that you saved on top. <laughs> Here lies my sister for not wanting a haircut. But honestly, after shaving it, because I don't think I've ever shaved my head, I had so much more respect for people with shaved heads, including you, Rob. Honestly, I chose, first of all, I chose February to do it. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking cold. Oh, it was yeah. so cold. I'm usually just like, hey, I'm cool, whatever. You know, I don't even have a jacket sometimes. I'm like, it's cool. I'll go outside. I'll, I'll be in the house. And I'll be like, what is this? I'm freezing. And what is this breeze that's just surrounding my, my baldness? And just, it's like it just kept going like this. And I was like, well, stop it. Stop it. Had to wear a hat all the time. Yeah, I man, you telling me? It's just like I love being cold rather than being hot, but it's just uh-huh. like my body temperature is all over the place because once this thing get cold, everything starts getting cold. Once this thing get hot, everything start getting hot and everything. And man, I felt like um, I don't know how. You remember the old cartoons or whatever, if you watched them or whatever, they used to have people in their nightwear, they had the, um, the long hats with the gown and they had the little lamp and everything and they're walking through the house with the candle and shit trying to see. Dog, I find myself being that guy because I would I'd get cold and I would put my beanie on and I'd just be walking around in my little shirt and my shorts and stuff and I'd just like, well, I have my phone then because, you know, we don't have candle shits no mm-hmm. more. I'd just be walking around the house it's like, I'm that dude in, in those old cartoons I used to watch. I had to have something on my head to go to sleep. <laughs> Honestly, that is the cutest thing I've ever heard. You should make a TikTok of that and I would watch it. That sounds like a viral TikTok waiting to happen. <laughs> so, it, you, you bring up another interesting point. TikTok. TikTok is uh-huh. uh, fairly new to you and it's fairly new to me as well. Um, I have a TikTok account. Uh, I think it's 3R show or some shit like that. But I don't make TikToks. I just like I made the account so I can view TikToks and save the ones mm-hmm. I like and whatnot. But you've been, mm-hmm. been on there sharing and freaking putting your art stuff on there. How has, impact, how has TikTok impacted you in these days of social distancing and all this other stuff? <laughs> I love that question. Um, I honestly, I am a huge TikTok fan and a huge TikTok advocate. Uh, when I got on there, like my students, they're like, "Hey, check this out." I never heard anything about TikTok until my kids just yeah, showed yeah, it to yeah. me. I was like, "This is pretty neat. What is all this about?" You know, and it made creative ventures fairly easy. You know, it, it personally, it opened up my my mind and ideas about how to make videos and how transition can be can be rather simple you know up until that point i thought in order to have a transition you needed some fancy technology and you had to like i don't know what you needed i thought it was too complicated but they're just like all you do is 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 just you're here and then stop the clip and then just fall in and then boom it's like you fell out of nowhere and i was like that's magical (laughs) (laughs) so i started using it you know just like why not i'm creative all the time why not use this creativity to spread the rest of the creativity so then people can get inspired Mm-hmm. And um, I, I started playing with it, and, and I didn't want to I didn't want to like consume it for a while. It's like ah, oh, it's it's too toxic or whatever I wanted to say. Yeah. It it's another thing to get addicted to, and I was like yeah fuck it. So I started watching it, and God, the community of people on TikTok is so wholesome and so just creative driven that it 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 
it shadows every other social media, in my opinion, because the the goal of TikTok is to to show your talent, mm. to show your authenticity. It's like here's what I am, here's who I am. Yeah, there's trends, but those trends involve hey, here's me dancing. When was the last time a man was allowed to dance, right? <laughs> Socially speaking, right? A man can only do the waltz, and he has to be straight, and he has to lead, and you know, and it's this, this structured shit, but like like moving and gyrating right it's it's considered not manly but you'll go on tiktok you see women doing it, you see men doing it and that on its own not even a video the fact that more people are moving their bodies and expressing themselves to themselves and the world is is doing so much uh positivity in yes. their mental health in their in their well-being mm -hmm. so because because for me that's all that shifted my life it's the ability to express myself and not gets stuck in those emotions. And I think TikTok is doing just that. It's like, hey, here's a reason to do it. And you can get famous if you want. You know, there's always a little thing. It's like, hey, chase the, chase the carrot. But the gold is the fact that you're already doing it and sharing with the people. And I just love that. I want everybody on there. And on a side note, as a marketer and a podcaster and whatever else I do, TikTok is so amazing because, again, there's so much content and there's so, I mean, there's so much content and it's so good. If you sit there and watch it, chances are somebody else that might be using it or might not even be using TikTok, they're not going to see that content. So you reshare it to them. People are engaged with your you know, brand, whatever it is, mm -hmm. because you're giving valuable information to your audience. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to make it. You're just like, oh, TikTok, that relates to my audience, You know, like for you, WWE. Yeah. Take that, share that. They have that. It's still on brand, but you did what? You just entertained yourself and then shared it. Yeah. And it's, it makes our job so much easier. So it's like, it's a win-win for everybody, honestly. Very, yes, that's very valid points. Very, very, very valid points. Um, <laughs> so what I enjoyed the most about TikTok, you know, from discovering it and everything and sharing these things with my wife to, to the point to where she got her own TikTok so she can watch some of the videos and stuff. Um, Penny is a dog on there. I think it's a bulldog mm -hmm. or whatever. And the guy be um, a, a pantomiming for the dog or whatever. So he'd be talking in the dog's voice or whatever. And it's just hilarious. And me and my wife would lay up in the bed and we'd just be watching TikTok and scrolling through all the penny videos. Or I, we would get home from work and be like, hey, you see the new penny video? She's like, no, 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 show it to me. And I, like we watching penny and the dog be on there like, no, and all kind of crazy shit. So, yes, there is value there. And it was almost like... Um, I missed out on Vine, if you remember what that mm -hmm. was. I, you know, I, I missed know, out too. Yeah, I know people that came from it as far as comedians and certain people, but I never downloaded the app. I never went to the app to view any of the content and everything. And by the time I did really get interested in it, it was gone. You know, they didn't shut it down. And then TikTok came around, which was, I believe, once an app called Musically. Mm -hmm. Then it transitioned into TikTok and whatnot. So. Yeah, TikTok is a, is a useful tool. I, I haven't warmed myself up to be doing any of the crazy stuff that I've seen on there. But what I like to do on that app is um, it's kind of deceiving mm -hmm. because you can use other people's audio from their content to make your mm -hmm. content. So what I always find myself doing, if I see somebody doing a video, I'm looking to see if the lips match up with the audio 
And then I like I go down in the corner and I press the little button down there to see if it was actually them who originated the video because it'll show you the original video that the audio came from if it was made in TikTok. So I'm like mm. I'm in a, I'm an investigator and shit. I'm just like mm, I need to see if this content is really you or you're just copying people. <laughs> Goddamn copywriter and shit plagiarism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I'll just be in there Carmen San Diego and shit up. <laughs> nice. TikTok investigator. Honestly, I, I don't know if that job is available, but I think you just created it and you're the CEO of it. And I will pay you heftily, sir. <laughs> Continue well. your investigation. Very well. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you was talking about um, going through, um, you know, your, your little music circuit and what you what your fair and everything and having the hair. If you go to randomrob.com and you go to the guest page where I have a picture of every guest that's been on the show that, you know, that have an available picture. And I think... The picture of you that I have on there is you. You were at one of the um, fairs. You had your long hair and you had a spoon in your mouth and you just staring at the uh, camera. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, oh, that's that's a beautiful freeze frame. Yeah, so you, you know, I'm waiting for my computer to catch up to you. It's so. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, that that was a lovely picture that you've chose. Honestly, I really enjoyed that. That one was in in London, and I don't know what it was, but yeah, it was it was pretty. It was pretty sexy. <laughs> Silver spoon in my mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. What does that say? Isn't that a thing? That's that's a saying, right? You're born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Yes. So that's, that's a thing. I guess it is. <laughs> but, uh, um, uh. There was a time, um, I think, you know, it was shortly after you shaved your head and everything. And I, I think I got in touch with you and I asked you. I was like, yo, man. Uh, why you shave your head? You know, I'm pretty sure the same question that came from everybody else. But I think at that time, you know, I mean, you told me some of your reasons behind it. But you was also entertaining the idea of going into the military at one point. Oh, yes. Yes, I was. Okay, thank you for reminding me. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was another aspect. It was like, okay, if I am going to go to the military, I'm going to have to shave my head. And if, if my head is the thing that's stopping me from going to the military... I'm going to just fucking do it now, get it over with, so I don't have that obstacle. Uh, so, thank you for reminding me. The, see, these are the things that leave, and they, I mean, they never come back. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was looking into getting into the National Guard to, I don't know, to, to just to get a change of scenery. You know, this is still when I was a, a teacher at, um, uh, at you know, in, in Auburn and as a substitute. And, man... It was. I just got sick of it, honestly. Like I love kids, but most of my most of my day was spent in just you know disciplining, which is fine. Like that's yeah. where I thrive. You know, if I see something, if I see an idea in your head that you are operating under, and I understand where that idea is going to lead, and I and if, if it's my job to teach you to be a better human being, I'd be like, yo. See this th- thought process that you have? This shit's going to get you killed, in jail, uh, or whatever else. Just yeah. whatever turmoil that you can think of. It's like it's going to get you there. And man, uh, do you think they care? No. No. I mean, some of them did, but but I was wasting my breath. I was wasting my skills. I was wasting my talents. Like I have so much knowledge too. Like about literally every subject. You know, I, I was classically trained in a university about biology and the sciences and the physics. And then me as an individual, like I've I've dove into so much creative aspects mm-hmm. that I was sitting there being unused. These kids are sitting there on their phones. They're like, oh, it's a substitute. Go fuck yourself. I was like, bro, <laughs> do you even know? Do you even know? I could change your life like that. If you just you had an inch of passion, an inch of dedication, I could I could transform your fucking life. But do you care? No. You see a dude just sitting there getting a paycheck for watching kids. Well, I got tired of it. So I was yeah. like, I need to change the pace. I need to change the scenery. And what's the best thing, at least for Andre Psyche? Well, I like extremes. 
Let's yeah. go from normal life to the other end, which is military. <laughs> yeah. At least at that point. Very so extreme. I got, <laughs> right? And I've always enjoyed that idea because, you know, I, I push myself very deep, uh, very hard with, with, you know, personal discipline and, you know, exercising. And I, there's this limit in my mind that I always find and, you know, try to be, go beyond that. Because that's where true growth happens. And, you know, just my understanding of the military would have been, yeah, they're going to try to break you and they're going to try to make a man of, of, of you know, of, of, I don't know, leadership, a man of, of discipline, you know, somebody who can be um, collaborative in this community, you know, depend on, on teamwork, on friendships, all that stuff. And I'm like, these are all the things that honestly already come inherent to me. I think I would enjoy this environment yeah. and, and build a camaraderie with other individuals. And and then when I was having my interview and I tell him all these things, he's like, honestly, since you're like 28 and you have leadership experience, you're going to be put uh, in charge of other 18 year olds that need discipline. And I'm just like, fuck this. This is what, what I was I'm just to doing. Get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, and I just walked away. So it's still in the back of my mind, but it's not prevalent anymore i'm just i'm taking my uh my direction elsewhere to people that want it mm-hmm. th- th- that direction and that growth that's why i went full freelance and i'm doing like you know coaching calls and and tutor- uh, training calls and things of that nature for people who just want to better themselves and at least that at that point they come to me and they're like please teach me and i was like yes i will thank <laughs> you for listening uh, <laughs> Oh man, that, that's amazing! It is just like I mean, and I know the frustrations that you have with like you know trying to give somebody the knowledge that you that you possess. Because I mean, one, I have three kids, so I mean that's mm-hmm. a, just an internal struggle in my own little bubble and whatnot. And then you know the last years that I was in the military, I was in a teaching position. I had to teach people the job that I'd done in the military. So mm-hmm. most of those kids are coming right out of boot camp. So they're 18 and 19 years old and all kind of stuff. And, you know, we get the curriculum, you know, battered into them like discipline, learn. Here's what you're going to do. Do these things. And, you know, we, we, we don't have a problem with that. But mm-hmm. what I lacked me personally when I joined the military was somebody telling me the outsides of, you know, of what can happen. Like, you know, you got your nine to five. I mean, that's a given. You know, you're going to go here. You're going to do the same thing just about every day. You don't have to worry about what to wear because you wear a uniform. You wear the same shit every day. So (laughs) it was like, don't go to this car dealership because they're going to charge you 23% APR on a goddamn piece of shit car. Or, you know, this is how you open up a bank account. And you mean something outside of the level that my parents taught me already, Mm -hmm. you know, because I mean, they, they set me up to make that walk out the door and, you know, be my own man. But, Mm -hmm. you know, being on the other side, it's just like, okay, they taught me how to do this, but we never had this conversation about paying taxes or damn, you know, how to get insurance or a light bill, you know, where to go to get my tags for my new car. And, you know, we never really had those conversations because, my parents gave me a car, which all that shit already taken care of, you know. Mm-hmm. So when it came down to me being away from home, being independent and getting another car later on, I didn't. I was like, How, who the fuck I talked to about this mom, <laughs> you know, and they can't help me because at this point I'm in North Carolina and they 18 hours away in Louisiana. So like, how the fuck, you know, so you got to learn how to do it yourself. So. Mm-hmm. That was some of the things that I enjoyed doing, you know, outside of the curriculum thinking and preparing them for 
you know, what would be their life as an adult pretty much going mm-hmm. forward. My main concern was because it happened to me. But, you know, I don't regret anything that I've ever done because I love where I am now. So if I changed too much of what I did in the past, I, you know, it would have veered me off somewhere else that I may have not as liked as much as I'm where I am now. So I give that to them. So like, hey, I was 18 years old, graduated high school, but I got a girl pregnant. And then mm-hmm. while she was pregnant, I joined the military. So I missed the pregnancy. So that created that that created animosity between us. And then I missed the birth. And then I had to go back because of the military. And then 9-11 happened. So I got knocked up again because I thought I was going to die and I wanted a son. (laughs) And then I had to leave again to go do training, which I missed out on that pregnancy because of that. And then, you know, it's just all those different things that I told I I tell them that. And, you know, mm-hmm. all kind of, you know, just hardships because some of them may have not been brought up in an environment to where they were lucky enough to have a mom and dad like I did. So, mm-hmm. you know, they coming from a whole different world. So I'm just like, and I always preface it with like, okay, this may not happen to you, but I want you to be aware of it in case you ever find yourself in the vicinity of this problem, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not wishing none of this on y'all. But I'm just letting you know it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, I just like to share that with them because they're just going to try to get them through the system. All right. Hey, boot camp, mm-hmm. drill, 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 you know, basic this, this, this. All right. Now get the hell out of here. All right. The next mm-hmm. stage, basic, basic, basic here. Get the hell out of here. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the last level. Basic, basic, basic. Get the hell out of here. And then you get to your unit and you're like. Okay, this is more than the basic, basic, basic that they was drilling into me these other three places. So what the fuck am I supposed to do now? You know? <laughs> yep. That's exactly it. And that's how it was in, in uh, public school as well. You know, it's like, here's the curriculum. You learn it. Get out. Right. Mm-hmm. And and it's the same thing. It's like the same thing as you, you're talking about. Alternative lifestyles. You, you, you're you getting drilled from every direction. Go to Go to school. Uh, get a degree, get a job, get a family, fucking die, you know. Yeah. And we're getting that from from A to Z, from every direction. But who's talking about being a podcaster? Who's mm-hmm. talking about being an artist, a freelancer, uh, an entrepreneur? Who's talking about any of these things? Right, a musician, fucking nobody. No. So it's like, especially in school, that's why I'd come in. I'd be like, listen, yeah, you can do this, and if it's your passion, please follow it deeply, strongly until the end. Like, see it through. But if you're not sure, like, don't be so quick to decide and just just play around. What are the things that you're enjoying? What are the things that make your heart sing? You know, what are the things that you can wake up and be like, man, I want to do that. And and sometimes I'd find those people just in art class doodling. And I was like, this is the shit. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is the shit. <laughs> and other times I'd find it, you know, in geography. Somebody's like, this is the shit. I was like, fuck yeah, you found your shit. Good job, man. Yeah. You know. But it, and that was the thing. I was just just try to challenge their 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 preconceived notions on life. It's like you're too young to even have an idea of what it is. Yeah. It's so wide and and unknowable. It's like don't don't jump into like the patterns that have been laid before you. Sit down, think of, maybe not even think about it. Just just explore mm-hmm. and just just go toward that direction that's just really pulling you. And like no one's yeah. stopping you. You're the only one that's stopping you. <laughs> so like I, I admire that you were doing that in the military for so many other children, kids and, and, and uh, I don't know, maybe adults too. I don't know yeah, how yeah. old people are there. You know, it's, it's one of the best things that we can do in life is just set people free. I think that is our duty. Once you've attained a, a certain level of, of, of freedom or sovereignty, 
you can't get more. You're already what you are. Give that freedom to other people to see what they're going to be doing with their lives. Yeah. Maybe they're, they're going to be the next Einstein. Yeah. And then you talk about preconceived notions. So, you know, I got trapped in it at a young age because, you know, I feel like I was the rarity for my neighborhood to have both mother and father. So mm-hmm. I always grew up in that environment. And then a lot of, you know, relatives in my family are military people. So mm-hmm. I grew up in that environment, you know, go and visit them, you know, at their duty stations or stay in the summer here and there on different bases and whatnot, seeing what that lifestyle was like. And I was just like, I want that, you know, and it get is a is an idea that get implanted into your head when you're around something so much. It influences you so much and you see the good in it. But, you know. Mm-hmm. I was a kid dealing in the, you know, the things of adu- in, of adults because my siblings are way older than me. So I only saw the good side because I was a kid. You know, you don't you're not supposed to argue in front of your kids and everything. So, you know, to a child in those situations, everything seemed hunky dory. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now my brothers that have been in the military or whatever are divorced on second marriages and, you know, kids with other women and all kind of stuff. So, you know, what I perceived as a child was awesome hunky dory to come out to find out later that, you know, it was all kind of problems. And then um, I got stuck so much with this idea in my head for so long. It's like whenever I had the opportunity to put myself in that situation, you know, I knocked somebody up at 18, (laughs) you know, and then, you know, the snowball effect from there because I was chasing a dream idea for so damn long that you know i didn't make rational decisions because i was i was only seeing that idea it's like all right this is what's gonna happen all right i got a pregnant I, but really i wanted to marry her first then get her pregnant you know but then it was like <laughs> stupid shit like that mm-hmm. so the preconceived notions like with my kids you know i always told them from a young age i say it's gonna come a point in time to where you're gonna need, you're gonna have to leave this house and I, i'm not saying that you have to go to college I'm not saying that you have to go to the military. I mean, you can just go find your job and be content if that's what you desire. But you're going to have to find something to do because <laughs> you ain't going to stay here. You got to get the fuck out. <laughs> but um, my son seemed like he going toward the path of military and everything. But, you know, I always constantly tell him, I was like, don't do it because I did it. Don't do it because your grandfather did it or whatever, or your uncles and all them. Do it because it's something that you want to do and I, I constantly tell him that and then I, I see his lifestyle because I live with him I mean it's my boy so it's just like I can see him in my mind later on just having a job that he enjoys and just living the minimalistic lifestyle because this dude don't ask me for shit you know <laughs> if, he, if he had his way he would just chill out watch TV play video games you know if he had a job, go to work, come home, just start the cycle all over again. But at the same time, that reminds me so much of the military. I mean, you wouldn't think so because that's what it was for me. I got up in the morning and, you know, I exercised or did whatever, you know, the morning task before I went to work every day, did the same shit, basically wore the same shit, basically, which is not too different from what I'm just describing, you know, what I can see him doing. So, I mean, there's a duality there. It's just like, I can see him not doing it and having a great lifestyle and I can see him doing it and, you know, just being okay in this lifestyle because mm-hmm. he do the same shit anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's weird. And then you're, 
an amazing parent. Just just from a side perspective, the fact that you're saying such amazing things to your kids, and you have been since the beginning, and you're giving them so much freedom, and and just leading them to be become their own individuals instead of you know a lot of people try to make their kids themselves, and the fact that you're doing that, I like they are so lucky, and I just I love you a hundred times more. Yeah. Just just for hearing that last piece, like thank you yeah. truly. I mean, I, what I tell them is just like, because me and their mom not together, the older two. You know, mm-hmm. that's from the first marriage. And then uh, yeah, I got the young one here with my wife currently. You tell them all the time, it's just like, don't be like us. Just be you and, you know, try to be the best human being that you can be. You know, because mm-hmm. I mean, you it's okay to take some of the good things that we give you. But, you know, don't try to be the total complete person. If I'm being an asshole, which I know I can be, don't pick that up. Just go, True. you know, find something else. Because, I mean, I'm cussing and just like, motherfucker, why the damn your towel over here in the corner and shit? Go put that in the laundry room. And I was like, don't take that with you. Just know that you can't leave wet towels on the carpet in your bedroom. Just take that mm-hmm. with you. Don't take the cussing with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like because like right now preconceived notions the nine-year-old loves school and she already talking about when i grow up i'm gonna be a teacher in elementary and i'm gonna get married in my backyard and i was like oh i was like that's so cute i was like please don't (laughs) i mean well i mean that's good but like just don't be go play nintendo switch right now just Uh, i I mean she's nine yeah yeah we don't need to have this conversation right now That's so cute, though. And a teacher and get married in her backyard. Mm. That's. I mean, that sounds really wholesome. Honestly, this sounds wholesome. It, nothing it, too fancy. Nothing like I want to do it in a in a space station and and I don't know whatever. It's just like small, minimalistic again, and just like, just ah, that's cute. Your, question for you: Did you get to see that pregnancy and that birth? That was the only one that I was there through and through. So mm. conception. The whole pregnancy and the birth. So, like, well, I'm glad you're there during the conception. You know, yes, I hope I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there we go. (laughs) But it it, it was stages because I got three kids. So the first one, I I knocked her up. I wasn't there, and I missed the birth. The second one, I knocked her up. I wasn't there, but I got to see my son being born. Mm. And then the third one, I got knocked up, and I was there the whole time, and I got to see the birth. So I, it was a, a different levels all three times. <laughs> mm. Mm. Leveling up each time, yo. Mm-hmm. Experience gained, experience gained, bam, final form, Rob. Yeah, that unless is the final form, because I ain't having no more goddamn kids. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, unless there's another one. No, knows. no, 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 no. And it's that's... like, no, sh- don't even say that. <laughs> Burn some sage. Release that from the air. <laughs> yeah, you bring that up. My wife just did that a, a few days ago. Burn some sage up in here. <laughs> there you go. She's trying to clear the energy, which yes. I, I, I believe that, especially through the microphone. There's a lot of things happening. Mm-hmm. And you want to you wanna protect yourself on all fronts, you know? Mm. It is what it Speaking is. Speaking of microphone, look at yours. I mean, it's just festively decorated in your style and whatnot. I mean, what 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 possessed you to do that to your mic cover? <laughs> all right, to be honest with you. So I've been using my other microphone for a while. Uh, my just The microphone that I use for recording and for music, and it's, it's really high quality. Mm. But you still have to be really close to it, and it, it takes up the whole face, right? Mm. So I tried to just put it on the side and talk to it from here, but yeah. then I'd pick up a lot of room noise yeah. and then editing you know how that goes so i was like okay let's try to avoid that bring back this microphone haven't used this thing in 
maybe a year, honestly. Yeah. So the, the, the cover was faded, you know, the color faded. And I was like, I don't like how that looks. Let's make it art. <laughs> I like so I just that took shit. some gold paint, sprayed it on there. Bam, gold, golden blue, you know. <laughs> it looks hot. So I don't like that shit. Uh. Yeah. I dried it before this. Honestly, like I did this today, like oh, before shit. this. I was like, I need to I need to spice this up a little bit. For Rob, I want Rob to think I'm cool. So I was like, I'm gonna do this. And I put it on there. Well, sir, uh, I I'll forever think that you're cool, so don't you don't ever have any doubt in your mind about that. Thank you, Rob. I love you too. Yeah, so damn we like I said, the constant with you that I've always perceived since I met you is just the art. So has there been an evolution in your art and everything as you've been trying some different concepts, some different techniques, finding different paints and whatnot? Oh yeah. So yeah. So let's see. Um, to put it conceptually first, you, you, you ever played like a, uh, what's it called? Like an, um, an RPG role-playing game. Yeah. An yes, RPG, sir. right? You got this character, and he's got skills. He's yeah. got this battle axe <laughs> power, and he's got magic power, and he's got sleuthing power or whatever, dexterity. And, you know, you could sit there, and when you create your characters, like, I want him to have 20 dexterity and 10 sleuthing and, and 60 sex appeal. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the way I approach at least my life and my skills... <laughs> Cause you talk about that. I mean, you got the 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 the, the short hair now, then you got the mustache. <laughs> you got these big aviator shades on. Oh shit! I'm a freak, baby. <laughs> uh, I, 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 so, side note on on this look, I was doing a um, a, a comedy stand up show. Uh, I was hosting a comedy stand up show for Valentine's Day. And I was like, all right, how could I be like, you know, like, because I was hosting it. So I was like, how could I be like a host, scream sex, maybe to, to a bad point, you know, and, and just, just, just really own it. And this was it. And I was like, I really like this. I'm going to stick to this for a while. <laughs> so here I am, all freaking 70s porn stash and just, just ready to do some sex, man. Let's do it. Ah. <laughs> If, if you're listening on the podcast, you're not watching this, uh, I would highly suggest finding a live stream and looking at my face. Okay. Yes. And uh, so back to the story. Um, so I'm sitting here fiddling with the knobs of, of my creativity. So the way the, my approach is, here's art. Let's push it up a little bit. And then instead of maxing it out and just like really mastering it, because I get bored really easily that way because it's, it's too monotonous in my, in my, in my mind. Mm -hmm. So I'll push up painting a little bit and i was like oh let's take music and push it up to that same spot oh and then so then and then i keep pushing that with every single one of my expressions or just skills or talents or whatever mm -hmm. so then they're they're pretty even and then i was like oh but this one taught me more about this one so i'm gonna push this one up a little bit and then the cycle continues until yeah. i gradually just just increase as a as a as a as a whole being instead of being just really good at one thing mm -hmm. you know jack of all trades kind of thing yes so as uh, with, with the painting, uh, obviously, it, it evolved in many ways in the sense that it, I started just, you know, splatter paint, uh, Jackson Pollock, abstract expressionism, take paint, stick my hands in the bucket, just drink the paint. Just kidding. Don't drink paint. I'll kill you. Yes. And then throw it on the, the, the canvas and then finding, uh, I don't know, 
ideas in the paint and finding interesting concepts in the paint, almost like Freud and, and uh, Carl Jung. You know, just kind of read the subconscious, use the painting as a mirror to my soul. And I, I carried that concept throughout everything. You know, use that for music, you know, just did a play some guitar, add some vocals to it. And lately, what I've been noticing is I've moved away from from physically painting to, to more, do more digital art because at mm. that point it's, it's, it's every, everything's right here. I can create concepts and if I wanted to, I take it digitally, I put it up and then I can use the digital concept to create something live. Mm -hmm. So I, I've been seeing a lot of um, intermingling between my uh, skills where before I wanted to keep them pure like, yeah. like before even in my diet and in my lifestyle and now I'm just allowing all the things to just kind of coalesce into one thing and let them get dirty and nasty and you know whatever come whatever dirty baby comes out of that i want to love that baby i want to love it as it was my own because it is my own and i will raise it to be a full-fledged human what the hell man <laughs> yeah. um, so now like just still just acting and, and storytelling that's been the greatest one because it's been a part of everything visual storytelling right music what am I trying to say? What is the vision? What is the mission behind it? How can I express it? I love talking, mm -hmm. as you can see. So I was like, all right. My, my latest one is, is like I said, the, the coaching and the training and the podcasts and being involved in the community and really making that bond with people. Making that, making that dirty yeah. art baby. <laughs> dirty art baby, truly. <laughs> I found out, last thing, and then I, I want to, yeah. Um, I found out that more recently it's been at the forefront of my mind if if you're if you want to be a good artist right you you create to a point of understanding what creation truly is and then take responsibility for your own life and create and make your life the the masterpiece or or use your creative skills to turn your life into the art so then you can start changing things instead of you know colors or hues or gradients mm -hmm. you can start saying all right what do i want my life to be and how do i want to structure it and this can go as far and wide as into government into politics into world domination kind of thing right mm -hmm. this is my life how do I, how do i want to experience it so i've been diving more into the psychology of things and and relationships because that is the biggest thing that honestly even regular arts for you know music paintings is to make somebody feel something well, I can fucking do that in many ways. So now let's let's kick it up a notch and see how we can, uh, you know, bring something beautiful to everybody. Yeah. Somehow, I don't know. So I mean, you have your art, you have your your music, you have your paintings and everything like that. You also journeyed off into the literary world as well. I mean, you had a couple of books that you put out as well, right? Two books, um, Expedition of the Psyche, which mm -hmm. one is philosophy in nature, where I break it down. Um, just, I guess, I guess uh, my understandings of life and what got me to this sort of thinking, to this sort of individual. And you know, just, just very frankly, just state, here's, here's A, B, C, D, D, D E, F, G, whatever. Just kind of maybe capture my rational process of how something influenced me to get somewhere else, which I'm hoping other people can connect. And, you know, if they're having similar problems and or, or yeah. just want to grow in a way that that would be useful for them and then the second book is a uh, space between the crescent shadows and that one is uh it's 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 more of a poetry book uh, a more like mysticism poetry i'm a mystic i love i love the the, the freaky in the world and i love the unexplained uh so i've been dwelling dwelling diving i've been living there yes <laughs> and 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 for the so for the poetry book i just 
I just took a moment of my life, whatever it was, whatever inspired me, and I tried to, you know, capture it visually and emotionally through poetry and just really paint a picture that someone can feel and just live through that and just just connect either that pain or that love or, or that expression and and I feel like if you can hold on to that emotion and, and just just feel it up front in your heart you can start molding it and playing with it and turn it into something that you know into something whatever it's something yeah. that you want to play with it you know okay yeah so I've I've been enjoying it. Uh, I know I want to do some more writing, but I don't know. Maybe a screenplay, a musical. I want oh. to write a musical. Yeah, I mean, yes. it, it, it seems about right. Now um, yeah. you talk about doing musicals and you know having some stage time and whatnot. How do you feel that then you know your writing has helped you when you've done your comedy specials and your improv and all the other stuff that you've been doing on stage? Hmm. Well, it's, I mean, honestly, I felt like the right step uh, to, to bring me to that spot. Because, again, to, 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 to have been a writer, uh, you need to understand uh, just, I mean, the, the writing process and what's being said and what's being expressed. So that when you're actually acting somebody else's writing, you, you can easier get into the script and then embody the character that they're portraying. Uh, as well as um, being a performer and a musician, you know, you have to go outside of yourself and just be really be comfortable in your skin and doing wacky, crazy things, you know. And I mean, that's what acting it was. Like my first, my first acting gig was was Rocky Horror Show. You know, never seen it before, never even heard of it before. All right, get on, get on stage in your underwear. I was like, you got it, man. You got it. <laughs> I would have did this anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like this is my normal day to day life. You don't have to pay me or nothing. Um. So, which funny fact, uh, I tried, I, I did some nude modeling, just, just for the fuck of it, you know? Yes. And I, I, I went in there, took everything off, and I'm standing there all naked. <laughs> and honestly, honestly, the feeling of playing music in front of a crowd, original music, is much more vulnerable than just standing there in the middle of the stage with your, with your goodies out. <laughs> like, truly. So, if you're a musician... And you're trying to find some work, just take your clothes off. It's so easy. It's much. It's way easier. Way easier. <laughs> yeah, and I can understand that because that's something that you cultivated, and you know, you is something that you is personal. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, shit, anybody fuck around here. I mean, if you seen one dick, you seen them all. I mean, <laughs> ain't nothing special about it or whatnot, unless you got damn dirt diggling and shit. You got a lasso. You're trying to knock lamps off a nightstand and shit, <laughs> but. I've seen some big dicks, honestly. <laughs> like the porn is crazy. I, I, like it's it's insane. So, you know, usually it's normal, and then you see a really big one. You're like, whoa, how do you manage that? Like, I'm, I'm concerned for your health. Are you getting enough blood flow in your brain? Because that thing is fucking an anaconda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can't be taboo about these things or whatever. Because I mean, I've watched plenty of porn myself, but it's just like. Do they make underwear that, you know, that can cover all that? You know, it's just like you just walking around. You got friction burns from your jeans and you, and you can't even. And it's at some points where you can't even wear some shorts if you you rocking like that. So it's just like, well, fuck Kilts, it. bro. Where, you got to wear a kilt at that point. I mean, it, it's your curse as well because you live in one of these hotter climate places or whatever. You got wet pants all the time. It's just like you have a hot dick and hot knees and shit. Just <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Oh, this is so funny. Uh, 
So Pornhub Premium's free. Everybody know that, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, you get a Pornhub Premium free for 30 days, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Thank you, coronavirus, for giving us free porn. I haven't signed up, but, you know, it doesn't there? mean you shouldn't. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you use promo code 3RSHIT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, we should call them up be like, hey, Pornhub. We talk you know about what I, your time. Just just give us a promo code. You're not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I did uh, send them to the contact us page, and I, I did send them an email about sponsorship. So I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I tried. You know, the worst they can tell you is no. So exactly. <laughs> so you exactly. Know, I employ everybody to take their shot. If you got a sponsor that you eyeing down and whatnot, just send them a well crafted email. Be like, hey, I'm looking to do this. I'll do this for you. This is what I got. And there's only two things that well three things one they reply and say yes two they reply and say no or they just don't say shit so which mm-hmm. is like saying no so i mean at least you tried <laughs> exactly no i completely i, I completely agree 100 percent. and it's like and it's so simple I, I i hear so many podcasters or so many just creators how do i get a sponsor how do i get money from my art it's like bro just have you tried just calling them like there's no script to this there's no rules to this be like hey here's the kind of value i can provide you Mm -hmm. and i would like to get compensated for it you cool with that and sometimes like you said no yes maybe and that's it It, or have you got into affiliate marketing have you gone to like just selling like from amazon or something yeah i i I got my links my affiliate links on that i got um affiliate links for hooks rubs and spices i got affiliate links for pod decks and then um got some i got my promo code random for bluechew.com if anybody's interested in that i mean especially with the coronavirus if you quarantine with your significant other whatever i mean that's prime time to make some corona babies you know so (laughs) but uh yeah it's just people ask me they dm me and be like hey man i mean how'd you get in touch i just like I asked. I just like I sent them an email. And said what's up, and it's like all right. And I was like cool, all right. <laughs> and, you know, like that's exactly it. Like you don't need anybody's permission to do anything. Yeah, I mean, I felt so awkward one time because like um, I went to uh, a, a convention in New Jersey. Um, what was that? The uh, J One Con, and we were on a panel. You know, just a whole bunch of different um, podcasts creators and everything it's just like a whole panel of us up there and there was one of the questions from the audience was you know how do you go about sponsorship and i felt awkward because everybody was going down the line oh yeah um we got an affiliate with this guy and you know he made a special brand shirt and we did this for him and this and this and it's like i did a promo pack a media pack and i did this and this and this and this and everybody was just like all these different answers or whatever and they got to me and i was just like you know, like, honestly, I just asked. <laughs> it was just like, I didn't do none of this special shit. I was just like, I sent them an email. I was like, hey, what's up? What's happening, baby? And they was just like, okay. I was like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I think we try to, like, make things so much harder than they have to be, honestly. And and that, I think that's just human nature. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. We, I, we've been taught, again, going back to the beginning, to, to always look for authority and ask for permission. Mm-hmm. When there, all the permission and authority is right here. Like, you are it. Yeah. And that when I when that hit me, I was like, oh, snap. That's when you called me during my impromptu like uh, West Coast tour. I realized I don't need anybody's permission to take my music on the road, perform to people that are wanting to hear it. And it worked out fine. Like yeah. no planning at all. Like my friends, like, you know, 
musicians for years, they'll sit there and they'll plan it and they'll plan the route and then you got to yeah. be here then and that, that, the other thing. I just literally was like, all right, I'm going to hit the road August 1st. And I hit the road. First night, first date, landed into a show. Second date, landed into a show. Have a trip. Ha- and and that kind of, that continued to happen um, every other day. Mm-hmm. I drive, say, see something pretty, go somewhere else, go to a place. Oh, you play music? Go play it here. Here's a hundred bucks. We'll feed you. It's like, this is this is really nice. This is really nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, um, shit. I kind of got lost in what you what you was talking about. But it was like, um, oh yeah, here it is. My my homeboy right now, dude that I was in the military with. Um, he got out, and mm-hmm. now he has produced his own uh, brand of ammunition. Um, pistols and whatnot, uh, black Rambo ammo, <laughs> and um, he's having a trouble with his um, his bank, I guess, or the people that do the credit card information for his website because he has a professional website that he was going to sell the ammo through, you know, directly from him. But um, mm-hmm. I guess the institution or whatever finance people was giving him shit about the credit cards transactions. So what he did, just like how you did with your music, he threw all that shit in the trunk and he went from gun shop to gun store and you know people that he knew that sold um arms and munitions he's like hey man buy it from your boy and he was going around selling them wholesale he's going to little different gun shows selling them at a booth doing it all itself mm-hmm. and he's like fuck the credit card people I, they get to me when they get to me but right now i'm gonna make this money and he done sold half of his initial shipment already and he's getting another mm-hmm. half in now doing it all on his own it's beautiful like and i respect that so much because it's like yeah don't ask for anything just go and do it just make your own you're you are the maker of your own destiny and that is a perfect example it's like okay somebody's telling me i can't uh are they somebody who i want to care about or their opinion no fuck them let's find another way around you know like this the simplest example is i was again today working in the yard i had to drag this huge uh, metal thing for a fire pit I'm not that strong, you know. Sure, I could I could bench some things or curl some things, but like I can't pick up this huge wheel of iron. So I was like, "Oh, what are you gonna do? Fucking okay, you roll it. That's it. Use your brain. Use your brain. You don't have to muscle through everything. Use your brain. That's got to be the biggest muscle in your in your body, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody's like, your brain's not a muscle. Well, fuck you. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but that big, but that big meaty horse cock is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I got the button over here. <laughs> oh shit! Oh god damn it! You know, you know, Rob, uh, you haven't even said god damn. Like you always used to say god damn all the time, and you haven't said it once. I know I'm evolving. I say I keep You're saying evolving. motherfucker though. <laughs> <laughs> Can't let that one go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I've been bringing it back. I was like, you know, because I, I lived like, you know. It's almost like a secular lifestyle just like a monk honestly for such a long time and then i was like is this serving me I was like in a way it is but at the same time i feel like i'm putting myself up to to a to a expectation that isn't bringing that much to me or the world it's like i'm just gonna integrate my funny self my dirty self my good loving self and just like all of these things back into a, a unified individual so now i'm just like fuck it and shit but yeah. before, I wouldn't have said any of those words because I didn't want it. <laughs> I say you, you're becoming Captain Planet right now. It's just like the the art, the freaking the writing, the music, the goddamn 
the just the earthly knowledge of you know being uh, self-aware of health and veganist things and whatnot and you put them all together and like go planet <laughs> hey i eat that meat baby i mean i don't eat that much but i i i eat that meat mm. <laughs> i was vegan for like six months and i was like is this again is this worth it nah but what i what i found myself doing is just um a lot of those places that I would go to, you know, more often back then, like um, fast food places and whatnot, you know, I started to trim down on some of them. So, I, like, I don't go to McDonald's anymore. And mm-hmm. then, um, like, if I do go to Burger King, I find myself getting the Impossible Whopper all the time. Just the the, ve- the veggie burger. This shit is delicious. You know, I, mm-hmm. I get them shits all the time instead of, you know, like the big ass Whopper and all that other stuff. And then I find myself um, what it really started from. Um, it was when I was still in. I went had a physical, and it was like your cholesterol kind of high. You need to change your diet. And I was just like, all right, cool. So Jimmy John's. I've never been to Jimmy John's, and at this uh, particular yeah, this particular place is just like they had a Jimmy John's. What the fuck is this? I get a Jimmy John's. So I'm looking at the menu. It was a number six, and it was called the veggie. It was just all veggie, mm-hmm. just the provolone, cucumber tomato onion uh freaking uh i about to say guacamole avocado which is the same shit but you know mm-hmm. and i was like well fuck it let me try that and I tried it and i loved it and anytime i get jimmy mm-hmm. john's i always get a number six so from there mm-hmm. i was like if this is good at jimmy john's what they got at these other places so um i found schlotsky's deli not too long ago and they got a good um freaking vegetarian sandwich and just um, I go to Zaxby's which is a chicken place kind of like Chick-fil-A but southern style mm-hmm. and they got like these mm-hmm. big cob salads and everything and I was like these shits is delicious what, what the hell I was doing before <laughs> mm-hmm. so I look for those com- more often now I completely agree uh, especially in restaurants because you know you don't know the, the quality of, of anything that they're serving you honestly but uh, when when you do buy vegan or vegetarian usually it's, it's a, it's, it is of a higher quality ingredient mm-hmm. so I was like same thing at restaurants. I was like, all right, let me see what you got. You got vegetarian, vegan options. Hit me up with that. Hit me up with that. Because, you know, you can't be too healthy. There's no such thing. Yeah. There's no such thing. Man, I tell you what, I, my last deployment, I went to Afghanistan and we were in uh, the chow hall. And I'm just going through the little assembly line. I got my little tray and I'm just next, next. Uh-huh. And seen on the little placket, eggplant parmesan. I was like, Oh, I never. Mm-hmm. I've heard of this, but I've never had it. And I put it on the plate, and I had it, and it was delicious. And what was mm-hmm. so crazy about this? It was so damn good that every time they had it there in the mess hall in Afghanistan, I would always get it every time I seen it. Now, I'm back in the states. I was like, baby, we need to try some eggplant parmesan. And we mm-hmm. went somewhere, and they had eggplant parmesan on the menu, and I ate it, and it was not good. And I was like, damn it, I need oh. to go back to Afghanistan and get some eggplant parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I've tried it different places here since then, and, you know, I haven't, mm-hmm. I found some good ones, but it wasn't as good as that one was over there, and I can't understand it. I said, what did they do? <laughs> mm. Maybe maybe it was that first experience thing, you know, like Probably. a first love that, that you experience it for the first time. And you're like, oh, it, nothing will ever reach its greatness. Or 
maybe it's time to have Mr. Psyche come to your house and we should cook together and make some egg parm. It's going to be the best in the world. Man, that's I, also a possibility. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, no lie, man. I got to be, I'm going to be low with this one because I've been trying to get to Seattle for a long, long, long time. I mean, this is before you. But you know, now that I know you and you're out that way, that it's more of an incentive because of that. But like, my wife loves Bruce Lee, and he's buried out there, and she don't even know that. So well, I didn't know that either. You live that motherfucker. <laughs> but anyway, like I said, you you in your own isolated bubble. You know, it's just yeah, you, you you think of things different. But she doesn't know he's out there. She think he buried in China somewhere. So my. Anytime she always we sit down and just you know where do you want to take a trip to one day I'm like Seattle <laughs> that's the first thing fly my mouth Seattle and she think it's because you know there's TV shows that we watch that's filmed out there and you know I'm like want to go mm-hmm. sightsee the places from the shows that we love to see and then I told her you were out there and stuff like that so she know because of those things that I want to go there but she don't know because of that so mm-hmm. I just want to go there and be like hey we can go see Andre we can go to Walmart and then surprise this is going to a haunted funeral parlor tour and then we i take it to the spot and be like oh and she's like, ah, she gonna cry <laughs> honestly that's the best time to to re-propose to her in that graveyard and that's the most creepy. romantic thing in the world i mean it would be in the cir- circumstance with like her and her fandom but like just thinking about it out loud as you said it out loud i was like this <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I've loved you for so long. I want to renew our vows on top of this grave of Bruce Lee. That's hot, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I I would do it. I would. I mean, you don't have to. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? It is time. It's almost time for a re-up, too. I, I need to upgrade. Her. So uh, and that might be a possibility. Ho- hopefully things fall into place to, to make this happen. You know what's been funny, though? Not really funny because mm-hmm. it pisses me off at the same time. You know, with the pandemic going on and all this other crap, flights have been cheap as shit. So I just out of curiosity one day, I was sitting around. I was bored as hell. And I looked up a, a four-night stay in Los Angeles from Houston, Texas to fly to Los Angeles. So four-night stay in a hotel was $435 and I did a bundle on Expedia so check this out all right they said mm-hmm. four nights Los Angeles hotel $436 and 100% off your flight <laughs> okay that's cool it's crazy I was 100% like 100% off it's a free flight you just fly for the hotel yeah I was like what the fuck and I was Bro. like I should have did it but you know I had other things going on and you know I don't want to never pull the trigger on something that'll put me in a bind later but I wanted to do it so bad because it's like when am I going to fly to Los Angeles for four nights Mm. with a free plane ticket in a hotel I was like man but I say that to say this I looked up other places $132 round trip to all these different places I look up Seattle still a goddamn thousand dollars for two people I was like what the fuck I said, what are you doing? You're not that cool. <laughs> I said, from what I perceive, it's raining and it's dark, dumping glory all the time. They're trying to keep you away. They're trying to keep us apart, no. Rob. They're trying to keep us apart. I won't apart. let it happen. And that, that won't, no, we won't let it happen. I won't let it no, happen. never. No. I'm, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. 
Mm. Mark my words, well, damn it. Mm. <laughs> damn you, Corona. Let me Corona. get a pencil. I'm going to mark them on my wall. <laughs> Marking. Be like, damn you, Corona. Oh. <laughs> yeah, let's get a oh. boo for the Corona. Let's get a clap for the psyche, though. Oh, it's extended. It's, it's, it's still going. And you get a horn on the end. Surprise, Can motherfucker. Can we also get a clap? Ooh. I like, I like him. I like that one. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Um, I want to clap for you. Can we clap for you? Okay. I want to clap for you. Okay. Oh, I love you so much. You need a clap. You need all the claps. I don't want the clap, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had that once upon a time, and it was not pleasant. Me too. It sucks so bad. But, I mean, it w- was fortunate about the situation. It was curable. So, I mean, that's a plus. <laughs> so, he- here's a quick story about the clap. Oh, yeah. I, too, had the clap. And... Uh, <laughs> I didn't know I had it for like three years, literally what? three years. Yeah. Well, first of all, like I was celibate. So thank God. Still celibate. Okay. Cool. But so I had the clap for three years and, and then I decided to go, you know, donate sperm. And I was like, fucking why not? They'll pay me. And they're like, cool. Yeah. Your sperm is awesome. We'll buy it. And then they call me the next week. is like, Ooh, you got the clap boy. And I was like, what? I haven't had sex in so long. I haven't touched a human in so long. How can I have the clap? You had it. It's like, fuck. And then they said I had to wait a year to redonate but i did so they fixed it and then i kept donating and i made like some good money for my for my seeds so i might have babies running around the world already i don't know i mean that's crazy did they make a movie about that with like vince vaughn or something he was going around finding all the the sperm he donated and shit oh i'd watch that because i would do that like i i told him i was like listen you tell them exactly who the sperm donor is if they're 18 if they want to meet me tell them i will hang out with them i will give them the love that they might have never received or give them more love that they even received i will give them the beauty and how cool would it be to just see all different you know genetic replicates of you come back to you after 18 years of just growing up and see if any of your bits remained in their bits even though they lived a completely different lifestyle outside of even your teaching you know yeah. what i mean and it's crazy I it'd because be a I mean, great experiment that's crazy because the dna carries over i mean it, you know there's traits that just kind of stick in there because like it, it's weird because like i see my son he walk around sometimes and he have his wrist bent like this and you know people associate that with femininity uh fin- i can't i don't even know if i said that right but it's just like that's just something he do he's fucking have his hand like this and i would i was like i always get on him about it and then one day i was just sitting around i caught myself doing that i was like what the fuck <laughs> I said, baby, you got it from me. <laughs> you know? Oh. But, it, you, but know, you know, that's, that's, that's yeah. the all-time question, nature versus nurture, right? Yeah. So in this case, definitely nature right there. Yeah, I, I, right? I get all three levels from my kids. It's like the, the oldest one, I guess if I have any anger or rage or angst in me, that's in the oldest one. The middle one, because like I'm, a lot of things just, you know, blow by me. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck a lot of times. I got a lot of, get, I don't give a fuck in me. And that's embodied in my boy. And then, like, the young one is just, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And I can see that in me, the creativity and whatnot. So it's just like all different, all my different daggone, I guess, the embodiments of me are just like in different vessels and shit. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> uh, 
That sounds wonderful, honestly. That sounds like an amazing experience. But I often think about the millions and millions of kids that I've left abandoned inside of socks and paper towels <laughs> and uh, uh, body cloths and sink drains and bath drains and on stomachs and backs and butt cheeks and breasts. It's just like... What could have been? That could have been the next uh, freaking thermonuclear scientist or some shit. And I don't know. I just he just went by the wayside, just down some butt cheeks and into a napkin. <laughs> well, that's what that was his fate. He did his country proud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Oh. But speaking Man. of doing this country proud, you sir, you are doing a good service by being creative, being you, putting your light out there into the world. I always said that you had to. The, the loveliest personality, the loveliest aura and whatnot. And I, you know, anytime I can get to down, talk to you, or interact with you via the internet, I'm very appreciative of the things. But with that being said, we need to go ahead and put a pin in it. I, I hate to end this call now, but I had to get up early and do the mortal, the mortal things, you know, the things that I'm a slave to. <laughs> and um, we're going to wrap it up. So before you go, let everybody know where they can find you on social media and all the things that you got going on and possibly the things you may have going on in the future. Okay. First thing first, you go on, uh, hold on. Um, shit. Uh, what's your website again? <laughs> randomrob.com I don't, I don't know why that left me you go to randomrob.com and you buy the shirt that I'm wearing random ramblings with Rob because this shit's the best shirt I've ever worn because that motherfucker is the best motherfucker I've ever known <laughs> and I love him dearly and I'm really happy to same thing interact with you and, and be with you and, and be friends with you honestly if, if you are in Seattle please call me Like I, I'll try my best to house you I will feed you we'll take you to fun exuberant places and you know what if you do decide to um, propose to your repropose to your lady on that grave site. I can pull. I can hide behind the gravestone, and as you say, will you? I will pop up with my guitar. Oh, and I'll start I was love just songs. thinking about that. Yes, <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I was like, you can come before because I thought you was gonna go a different way with it. You was gonna hide behind there and pop out in a, the freaking Bruce Lee gee and be like, ha! Ah! I was like, try to scare to death and shit. But like, yeah, I was thinking about it. You can play a serenade and shit. I I can remember. I can't say it too loud. She might be listening. But yeah, everybody was kung fu. Oh no, don't don't do that. Let's not let's not do that. <laughs> let's not do that. I, I guess that's not romantic. Yeah, fine. some people might be offended, but <laughs> let's not do that. We'll work out the details later. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, but if yeah, if anybody wants to uh, see more or or experience my art or own it, you can own my art too. Or uh, get to a place of where, where I am mentally, you know, I am offering coaching classes, training, um, literally anything that you might need. I have o- overcome it personally, you know, whether through podcasting, through art, through graphic design, business stuff, marketing. Literally, like, you could say something and I'd be like, yep, did that, moved on, I can help you get to where, wherever you want to go. You can call me, I do calls uh, on AndrePsyche.com. Shoot me an email, AlmightyPsyche at Gmail. And honestly, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. If you Google Andre Psyche, A-N-D-R-E-Y, P-S-Y-C-H-E, shit will pop up and you can explore that. Like, I'm the only one that pops up. So enjoy that. But honestly, uh, my biggest desire is for you to once again go back to b rob's website and just look around there because this man is a man of light a man of gold and man i cannot wish enough goodness on him and you sir so 
that's all from me, man. Word. I love, like, truly, I love you so much. Yeah, I love you too, man. You, you're freaking awesome. So, once again, you have been the guest of the Random Rounds with Rob. And as it is for everyone, the door is open for you always to come back to promote your next big thing, or whatever it is, or just to come shoot the shit. I love shooting shit, bro. Love shooting shit. Yeah, we was talking about that early in the beginning. With the, you know, now you get a bidet and you can shoot the shit literally. Just <laughs> I will. I freaking will. Honestly, I, will. I freaking will. That is literally my next purchase. Actually, no, lying. Next purchase is a tattoo gun. I'm gonna start doodling on myself. Probably my, might be a bad idea, but it's gonna happen. And then it's the bidet. So mark my words. Oh yeah, remember go find uh Po Boys on uh Twitter. Uh Jody B can get you some discount on your next bidet purchase. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. We we are clear, my man. And we are clear too. Okay. Oh, that was so good. God damn it, Rob. I freaking love you so much. It's not even funny. My the love in my heart is exploding. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. This is what my heart looks like right now. Bam, bam, bam. It's so good to see you. Truly, right. yeah, man. Well, shit. I mean, let, let's not wait, let's not wait this long to do something like this again. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. Are, are you three hours ahead or something like that, or an hour ahead, or uh, I don't know how Texas is. I think is. Uh, two hours ahead. Right now, it is ten forty-two. Oh well, motherfucker. Goddamn. Yeah. You, next, you should have told me that. I thought we were the same time zone because I'm illiterate that way. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Uh, nah, it's Next time good. we'll do it earlier. Yeah, it's all good. I, the only reason that it was uh, marked that late on the calendar that you scheduled on was I had an interview at eight o'clock, an hour before you, but they mm-hmm. um wind up canceling and everything. And then which kind of worked out because it gave me more time. I had to do some shit after work and everything. So I mean, your time worked out good as well. So yeah, perfect, perfect. No, like definitely this i love you too much we need to do this more often or i don't know we'll get back together that's for sure yeah but like for real for real whenever i, I figure out the seattle thing or whatnot i'm gonna hit you up <laughs> uh, do it and give miss b rob a nice hug from me say andre says he loves you too and just give her a nice little hug for yeah. me i'm gonna hug her a little lower oh. though because i'm gonna have to <laughs> <laughs> I'll go wherever you like, my man. Yeah. So, I mean, um, this version of it right here, because I've Uh been recording the video portion on Skype. So, once I end this call, Mm -hmm. it'll drop what you see here in the chat. So, you have this video version for you, all one hour and 40 minutes of it. So, you do with that what you will. But the one that I put out, I'm going to have, because I had another recording here externally, and I'm going to marry those two Mm -hmm. together and try to match the voices as best as I can. I hear that. Yeah. It is what it is. Take your time. This is your art artwork. Express it. Take your time with it. Make it pretty. Do You can put a little digital hat on me if you want. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. I, I find out something because I remember the last two times I did this, I didn't start the recording right away. So like it was mm-hmm. eight minutes in before I realized my camera was off. So I um, got my daughter to draw some little characters of me and like for the whole nine minutes it was just oh. different characters that she drew of me it's like me as a cat me walking around with walmart <laughs> with my cell phone <laughs> all kind of crazy shit that's so cute uh what what, what episode is that i want to i want to see that is that on youtube yeah it's on youtube right now okay okay i'm gonna I'm find i'm just find it very well but i'm gonna go ahead and let you go my man 
And that was the man, Andre Psyche. And um, this is the other part of the coin that I was speaking about on the last episode with Tony. Uh, we covered a lot of the same subject matter and everything, and we just get a different take on some of the same stuff that me and Tony talk about. And um, if you haven't, you know, heard it, you know, in this episode, Andre is a very positive person. And it's just like, you know, I enjoy talking to the dude and it's just he's just a bundle of joy. And I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It, it kind of matches my personality or whatnot, because like um, when I listen to certain people, you know, through podcasts or I um, interact with a lot of people via the Internet, I kind of listen to them and how they talk and how they um, present themselves. And I kind of say that that person is my personality, you know. So my example. So if you ever heard of uh, Awesome Talk is a YouTube series on um, YouTube. No shit. <laughs> uh, check that out. It's ran by Rick and Sarah, at which I got to do an episode with them on their other show. Freaking um, Ice and the Face. Sarah, the co-host, is like a ball of anger and energy toward humanity and all kind of stuff like that. And I agree with most of the things she say, but, you know, I'm not an outward projector with my anger and whatnot. So I say that she is that side of my personality when I hear her speak. Andre, you know, I'm a very positive person and whatnot, but Andre is beyond my positivity and whatnot. And he delves in a world that I would like to be in one day as far as, you know, optimism and everything like that. I, I keep a positive attitude. You know, I always look at the brighter side of things, but Andre is on another level and that's the level I strive to be. So I say he's my positive personality. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, it's just fucking awesome to talk to him you know I, I check on him every now and then you know on a personal level and whatnot and i know internet you know hosts podcasts their shit you know just like human to human person to person and i heard a lot of that uh our friendship shines through on this episode and whatnot so yeah man one day i'm gonna get to seattle and i'm gonna hang out with the homie and um you heard my secret plan to why i also want to go to seattle but you know, Mrs. B. Rob will never hear this because Mrs. B. Rob never listens to the podcast. So I could say this on the airways, but you motherfuckers better not say a goddamn word. <laughs> anyway, man, I'm I don't know how many weekends I am away, but I finally took my ass out there into the garage and I've been working on my studio. If you go to my Instagram right now at the three R show. I found um, a 3D rendering program and I put in the dimensions of the room and, um, you know, things that I would like to put in there. You know, it, it, it gave me a, a mock up and whatnot of what it could possibly look like, what it could potentially look like. And I posted that on Instagram and whatnot. And I'm working right now to make that a reality and everything. So if you go to the Instagram, like I said, at the three R show, you can see what it could potentially look like. You know, I'm a novice at all this woodworking and construction and electricity and all kind of other stuff. So if you hear me um, recording episodes from my cell phone, that means I burned the house down or I broke something really bad to where <laughs> I could podcast in my house no more. Cause uh, either a, the house is destroyed or B, 
because of what I did to the house. Mrs. B Rob put me out. So, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I've been uh, hanging drywall today. I put some insulation in, trying to um, dampen all that sound as much as I can. Um, I got some floor paint in there. It's a uh, concrete. And, you know, I thought about putting some laminate or some damn tile or wood planks or whatever the fuck. But I was just like, nah, fuck that. The easiest thing for me to do is um, put that fancy uh, concrete sealant, uh, proxy, whatever banana peel shit <laughs> um, and on the floor and whatnot. So once I get uh, the bulk of my drywall hung, I'm going to... Uh, clean up that floor and start putting that stuff down, make it look nice. Um, also, I got the air conditioner man going to come in there and put one of them cool Mr. Freeze goddamn split duct air conditioner units in there so I don't be burning up in the garage or result resort, resort to using um, a whole bunch of box, fan, box fans in there and that's not going to be good for my audio if I start podcasting out of there. So um, he come here Monday and we going to see how that roll. And uh, man, I'm just surviving. You know, I went to Home Depot today to get supplies and stuff for my project. And I was in there two and a half hours, you know, and it was because of a couple of things. Um, one, I met a sales representative that tried to sell me some shit. But we wind up talking about Wakanda and the Native Americans and all kind of shit. And that took about an hour. <laughs> like, real talk. I mean, like, I, I got his phone number and I'm going to have him on the show and we're going to talk shop or whatnot. I mean, that was, I mean, I was digging what he was saying, you know, and that was a fucking stranger, you know, which is essentially a lot of the people that as a guest on my show are strangers that I just pluck from the inter- interwebs and I talk to on here. But I mean, shit. That was like a real life stranger. Like, <laughs> that don't make no sense. But like, you know, like never met him a day in my life. He came up to me to do his job and we wind up talking about something else. You know, he caught me twice in there. First time he tried to sell me some shit and then we started talking and you know, about that shit. And you know, I was like, nah, I'm not interested. Then he caught me on the back end, you know, but, um, you know, as I'm walking around, he came across me again and he seen that I had my black Panther shirt on. And that's kind of what really sparked the conversation between us. He started talking about, Wakandans and you know how it was a real tribe and all kind of stuff and yada 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 I mean we no lie we talked for over an hour on two separate occasions and then um I went there <laughs> check me out I got a I got a drill and they had a sale so I got a drill and it's cordless so it came with uh, two batteries a charger and a carrying case that's fucking great for a hundred bucks so I check in on their website for more tools and things that I might need or want and I see a sales ad for the same drill the the freaking drill and an impact driver and two batteries and a charger and a carrying case and their high end batteries you know it lasts a lot longer than the standard batteries that it came with so three batteries a charger and a bag with the uh, extra drill for 129 I pay extra 29 bucks and I can get that. I was like, son of a bitch. So I called customer service like, hey, man, I just bought this thing. Y'all had this sale and I want to take advantage. I said, can I just pay the difference and y'all just give me the drill and the extra battery? They said, like, nah, we can't do that. You got to return it. We give you your money back and you buy the other thing. I said, like, all right, that don't make no sense, but okay, it's your store. As long as you give me the money back so I can buy what I really want. It's cool. So I went in there. I bought the, the kit. First of all, they hit it. 
So I had to find a uh, sales representative to help me find it. So he found it. And then I was like, whoa, 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 buddy. Everything else is in the box. The two batteries, the two drills, the charger and the goddamn carrying case. Where's this extra battery that's in the sales ad? He's like, oh, hold on. So he left and went to find this extra battery because it's a high end battery. It's better than the standard ones that come in the kit. And he was gone for like 30 minutes or so. He told me, man, you can go ahead and shop because it's going to take me a while to find this. So that was an hour and a half. I talked to dude, then another half hour. So that's two hours. And then so I was probably in there more than two hours because then I had to find the floor paint. Now, I did my own research and I was looking at the um, I, f- I forget what it was, but it was like their proxy kit. You know, you put it down, and you put the chip flakes in it and it look all cool and stuff. And it was a two part system. So what that means is uh, two parts of proxy or two. You know, it was some it was like real heavy strength. You know, cars can drive on up on it all day and all kind of other crazy shit. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to get. But that shit was like a hundred something dollars. And then I talked to a sales representative. He knew his shit and he recommended me something that was $30. He was like, just think about it this way. This is going to be a space that you you are personally going to be doing work in. It's a work area. You're not going to be driving cars in and out of there. You know, you hot tires pounding on the pavement. And, you know, and I don't know what your weight is, sir, but you don't weigh as much as a car. So, I mean, you know, you don't need all this. You can use this and you can get it in a variety of covers, colors other than, uh, you know, rather than this to where it's more expensive, you know, it's stronger for cars and shit. But you have a limited color base with this. You can do it'll get what you want done and you can. Here's a little brochure. Here's some colors. So I was like, man, that's cool. So now I talk with him. I chopped it up with him. He gave me some other t- tricks and tips. And now I sat there for like another 20 something minutes trying to decide what color floor paint I want and all kind of other bullshit like that. So I was in Home Depot all day. Well, not all day, most of the day, just browsing. And then after I finally got what I want, I had to wait in line for them to mix the paint color and shit. So I had to wait for that shit. And then the piece of resistance they couldn't give me that extra battery that he took 30 minutes to go find. Like I couldn't walk around with it in the store. I guess they thought I was going to steal it. So he had to leave it at the counter and he, I gave it to do my name. I was like, Hey, I'm gonna go shop around, do whatever. And I'm a, when I check out, I'm gonna get this battery. He's like, all right, cool. So after I did the whole thing with the paint and everything and just, you know, got all my other little eyes and ends, I finally go to check out after I waited in line. I was like, they put my battery back. Somebody took my battery and went put it back in the back because it sat there too long. That shows you how long I was in that bitch doing other shit. So then they had to find another sales representative to find the goddamn battery that the motherfucker left here that he took again and they went put in the back. So I had to wait for that shit. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my day in a nutshell. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you enjoy and, you know, just the random rounds and Rob in general. I appreciate everybody that listens to the show. I appreciate everybody that tries to help me, you know, get guests and um, just, you know, whatever information that you give me, you know, feedback and just, you know, just a thumbs up to like, hey, you like the show. I, I really appreciate it. You know, somebody hit me up today and told me one of my old episodes that I released. The volume got kind of wonky somewhere in between the beginning and the end. And then, you know, I was able to go back and uh, address that issue. So, you know, I appreciate things like that. 
that shows me that you're listening and that you care enough about what I put out there to, you know, inform me of my, my errors and missteps and whatnot. It's just like I'm making all these errors and missteps in building this room. <laughs> but hopefully once it's done and everything, I'm going to get some new equipment, and new computer and whatnot. And I'll be able to deliver you some better audio quality and maybe even some more content. My Patreon will look, look so damn shitty and whack with only one person donating a dollar every month. <laughs> but hey, man, it's not about the money, but it helps. Uh, you know, all the stuff that you hear me talking about, I went up there and bought all them tools and all this other stuff, I mean, that's all me. That's all out of my pocket, you know, and that's from my nine to five that I'm funneling into this business, Random Works LLC, to goddamn, you know, bring you the entertainment, you know. I'm doing this regardless. I mean, if you want to donate, you can. If you don't want to, don't, you know. It is what it is. I'm going to keep doing this regardless, you know. I, I enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoy it. But um, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here so I can rest my bones to get up in the morning and do another interview and get back in that damn hot ass garage and try to finish this goddamn this office, the studio or whatever have you. So follow me on social media and Twitter at 3R Show. Follow me on Instagram at the 3R Show. Follow me on Facebook or like it on Facebook, Random Ramsley Rob or Facebook.com forward slash 3R Show. Got um this interview up on YouTube so you can see us talk and you freaking got the audio here. So whatever your medium of choice is, is there for you. Um, The video version is a little bit shorter than this the audio version for the podcast because I left everything in here because I mean I I was listening back to it I was going to chop it off at the intro and I was like man this is some good chatter and I'm going to just leave it in there and uh, shout outs to Hoppy for um, leaving me a voicemail which you can leave a voicemail too at 304-825-5762 you know I don't plug that enough but um, it's there for you to interact with the show, leave some questions to your thoughts or whatever. And it's here it is. It's played. Happy love of voice message, which he intends to do. And it's here in the show. You are a part of the show, not just a listener, you know, and um, you can go to random Rob cat. Uh, uh, not random Rob cast. It's not there anymore. Not, it's random Rob dot com. I, I, man, I don't see how I fumbled that, but you can go to random Rob dot com. Uh, for anything that I may have missed as reference to social media and all the di- many different ways to help uh, support the show. And, you know, I talked about the Patreon there. It's only a dollar a month if you can afford it. And I also have some merchandise. You know, I got some hats, some T-shirts and everything. And right now for the whole month of April, you can get um discounted merchandise. I forgot what my sale was. Let me look in my sale to see what my sale was I don't even have the goddamn shit in my phone. But for the whole month of April, if you go to randomrob.com forward slash merch, this a drop down menu, you can get 10% off all hats, which the hats are fly as fuck. You can get 10% off all the t-shirts and you can get 5% off of everything else. So that's for the whole month of April. Helps support the show and you get some fly ass gear. Um, also there's some Amazon links on there. You can get a free trial of Amazon prime for 30 days. You can get, um, freaking, what is it? Um, items to donate to the show off the Amazon wish list. links are below. And also if you 
go to Amazon frequently. Hit my Amazon link. It'll take you to the Amazon portal like you normally do, but it's a special coded link um, for me. So anytime you buy something from Amazon, I get some monies and whatnot. I mean, you don't pay anything extra. It's the same thing. It's just a special link coded to um, say, hey, this guy sent you here for Amazon stuffs. So, yeah, use those links. Donate stuff. If you just want to give me straight up cash one time, no questions asked. I got my cash app and PayPal information on there. But once again, it's not about the money. The most important way that you can help support this podcast and any podcast that you listen to is writing reviews on whatever platform that you listen to podcasts that allow you to write reviews five stars or whatever the rating system is the highs you can give or if you give anything less give that constructive criticism so i can help make the show better or give me an opportunity to ignore you anyway so with that surprise motherfucker yeah give me some cool button mashes and whatnot so um yeah and um last but not least do not forget the sponsors. Show the sponsors some love. I mean, they got links to that shit on randomrob.com. But Hooks, Rubs, and Spices, the OG, you know, been down with your boy since the beginning. You can get 15% off your delicious Hooks, Rubs, and Spices by going to hooksrubsandspices.etsy.com or hooksrubs.com, I believe is their website. And you can um, partake, get you some good seasonings for your meats and vegetables and whatever else you want to put it on. 15% off. Use promo code RANDOM. Also, go to poddex.com. It's a a great tool to help young and old podcasters alike, you know, help spice up your, your podcast and uh, episodes and whatnot. I got a interview deck, first edition, second edition, and I also have an episode deck. And there's uh, two new decks that's out as well. You can go to poddecks.com and you can get 10% off your order if you use promo code random. And you know, there's one more thing. That I got to mention before I get out of here. One of these sponsors is not like the other. But I don't know. Bluetooth could be, um, I guess, comparable to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. It's an enhancer, you know? You got your plain Jane meat. Then you sprinkle a little bit of Bluetooth on that thing. And it's just like a whole nother thing, baby. You know, it's comparable to Hooks, Rubs. Oh, there you go. I mean, it's delicious. It's nice and everything. How can we compare Bluetooth to Pod Decks? Um, it's a it, it's a tool for your toolbox, you know. It's a extension for your uh, your wrench uh, or your your ratchet or your drill, you know, because you can be hitting some things and drilling some things, you know. You need a little bit of extra power, it's that extra battery pack, and you got damn. Uh, cordless drill and whatnot. <laughs> All right, maybe that's not a good comparison. But anyway, any one of those places, including bluechew.com, you can get your first order free. Only pay $5 shipping if you use promo code random and everything. So, once again, I appreciate you listening, hanging with your people. And that people would be me <laughs> that I'm talking about, and Andre, because he was the guest. But, um, yeah, that's it. Be safe out there. Wear your goddamn mask. You see me wear my mask when I went out there. And um, just, you know, follow your state's guidelines and, you know, wash your fucking hands, you, you nasty animals. And um, I'll see you next time.